everyone. Welcome to the Dropped Frames. It's Sunday. We got another show for you. Rami's going to be joining us. Rami Ismail, that is. Uh, will be joining us a little bit later. Time zones, and also he's probably, to be honest, I was surprised that he agreed to be on the show uh, as we're frozen for some reason. There we go. Uh, <laughs> I was surprised okay, that he was going to come on the show because he's, uh, he's he's been pretty busy with this Unity stuff. Uh, he's been taking a lot of meetings and kind of being a uh, a fairly centralized uh, vocal uh, point uh, for all of that. So we'll uh, we'll have him join us uh, when he can, and I'll keep an eye on I that. I was talking uh, to my lady about it. I was like, yeah, Rami's going to be on. He's been talking a lot about it lately. I wonder if he'll have more to say. Oh, never mind. I forgot who I was talking about. Yeah, yeah it's, Rami. <laughs> it's Rami. He'll have lots to say, I'm sure. It's Rami. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's He's been busy. So uh, we'll see what happens. I'm sure he will join us at some point during the show. So we're going to save, actually, the news until uh, he comes around because Unity stuff kind of dominated the headlines <laughs> for the past week. And yep. uh, it's not just <clears throat> a singular thing. There's like... Seven different massive moments uh, within that whole uh, situation. So much that it's actually hard for me to follow, uh, which is why I'm really glad that Rami is here to uh, be able to to tell us all the ins and outs of it. I'm glad you said that because now I don't feel like as big an idiot. Because no, I was like, dude, it's, it's a, a little bit, yeah, yeah. a little bit it's, tough to follow. It's large and complex. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's there's been so much uh, that is that has happened around that. So. Uh, we'll get to that when Rami gets on before that though, luckily there's also been games, which is, I think where, uh, the most of us have, uh, have been hunkering down, um, with some, some really good games. We've got more games coming. Uh, it's kind of where we're in the middle of it. And then after that kind of slows down, actually, I guess not really. We got like what, two weeks till Spooderman, uh, a week, a week and a half till, till Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, the marketing around that. I don't, Co. I'm sure you're privy to it. It's been really interesting seeing the like, uh, the hype is getting up. It's not anywhere near what it was, but they're definitely hyping it up as like, this is the relaunch of Cyberpunk. This is like, it's, two, it's 2.0. I mean, there's, yeah. there's a you know reason they lined that up, I'm sure. Yeah, th- this is what Cyberpunk uh, potentially should have been um, when it yeah. launched. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And, the, and all the, this. All this is free, right? Uh, 2.0 is free, but they're also releasing a big expansion. And the big okay. expansion is not free. It's it's like a blood and wine style DLC for Witcher. So there's going to be like, you know, a lot of new content. Yeah. Um, okay. Idris Elba's in it. Uh, and the, mm-hmm. the CG trailer they put out is very pretty. It is CG, but man, is it a pretty CG trailer. Uh, it's good, <laughs> man. It, it looks good. Phenomenal uh, with, with Idris Elba in that. Uh, I saw a couple of the gameplay. Co, how knowledgeable are you in terms of the 2.0 changes? Did you watch that? Like, oh yeah, yeah. I, not only if I watched the whole thing live, but I've been following pretty closely with it. So 2.0 is introducing a lot of features we wanted, um, a lot of features we didn't ask for, but are great changes like rebalancing the skill trees, adding more variants to what players can do, uh, rebalancing some stuff. Looks like they're really leaning into the hacking being superpowers, though, but. Uh, yeah, with the patches that have already happened and the new stuff as well, it's just a, a huge, like, now the police system is going to be updated. Um, like I said, all the abilities have been reworked. They're reworking how cyberware works and how that gives to your armor. So no longer does, like, a pink paint top with bitch on it have, like, 26 AC. 
Nice. Um, it's now all with your cyberware and stuff. Uh, and not only that, but now you have transmog, so you don't even need to wear that stuff if you don't want to. So there's there's just all sorts of of positive changes that arguably you know should have been in at launch that are now kind of arriving. Yeah, I I saw one of the changes is that when you shoot now, it uses your stamina. Is that accurate? Do you know if that's real? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. All right. Maybe I, I just r- read a random uh, headline of that and it was old or wrong or something. Uh, Chad, I, I, I mean, me maybe it does. I just, I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah. I feel like saying yes. Huh. Okay. I mean, that that's like, uh, I, that might be a fun change. <laughs> it, it's fairly significant, I suppose, uh, when I'm it comes to really the gameplay. Sure he is behind that. But yeah. Okay. Um, there's a whole new salmon. Maybe system. it'll work. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. that launches a week prior, uh, which I think was already mentioned. Uh, later this week, what, when what, 2.0 hits. What do you think is the thinking, man? That the stamina for shooting. Thing? Um, I mean, if you if you fire a weapon, you know, it's it's the kind of. I mean, some people do their shooting RPG. hours. If you're a new shooter, yeah. I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's like trying to be to say that you know, if you keep firing a weapon for a long time, it makes you tired. But I'm guessing more it's from like they said a mechanical standpoint. Yeah, where you know they're trying to balance something around that. But we'll see. Okay, you know that. Oh, I was and le- no stamina means yeah. less accurate. <clears throat> oh, so you okay. can still fire, you're just not accurate. Huh. Mm. Yeah. We'll see how that is in gameplay, I guess. Mm. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Probably won't affect my playthrough if I if I go back to it much because I love the, the melees, the swords and the oh, I'm, you know I'm going melee my run. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going melee as well. There? Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember what I <laughs> I don't remember anything from my playthrough apart from the story. I don't. I think I just had like a sniper rifle or something in my original playthrough, and maybe a, a normal rifle. And I forget all of the upgrades that I had. Uh, Guns were always great in that game. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. That yeah. launches uh, 2.0 later this this week. Twenty first. Yeah, the week after that is uh, is whatever the expansion's called. Co expansion name. Phantom Liberty. Phantom Liberty. There you go. <laughs> I is it a metal is it a metal gear solid expansion no i wish <laughs> i wish it was it took Fa- phantom pain and sons of liberty and just mashed them up yeah. phantom liberty there yeah. we go it's phantom <laughs> liberty um yeah. big game releases this week i think me and co both played did you finish the mortal Kombat one story uh yet yeah. okay. be working on more this week yeah it's uh it's about seven or eight hours long is what i've uh, been told I, I put about three into it uh, I had a blast with it. I don't know if you're enjoying it as much as I am. I, I kind of always enjoy it's like the, the previous ones. Yeah, yeah. the The story, the the writing, seems a little bit better or improved or more comical. I guess. Um, I don't. Where are you at? I haven't jumped the gun yet in the story. It's been pretty simple. I think that things yeah. are about to get real crazy though. <laughs> given uh, the it, the story it of has, where I'm at. It has its own popular take on popular tropes in media these days <laughs> okay i don't know what that means yeah but... you'll see <laughs> okay you'll love it if you're a marvel fan really oh okay mm-hmm. i okay i know yep. what's happening then yep. i know what's happening with that uh let me swap over to this we'll show a little mk <clears throat> i have not seen like like uh, this is the first time i'm actually watching a stream of it yeah but i have it's it's been hard to avoid like memes and tweets and stuff like that about like some of the shit especially like 
<clears throat> the voice acting in it, like certain parts. Oh, certain Megan certain Fox. Yeah, actors. a lot of. I haven't, I haven't gotten to Megan Fox yet, but everyone's like ripping Megan Fox apart it's, for the uh, VA. You know, you know, it's. I mean, the, I think, I think one of the big issues with the Megan Fox VA is that she is VAing with people that clearly have been doing like video game VA for a long time. Like a lot of the voices in this game are really good. Yeah, they really fit the characters, and they're very theatrical, and they kind of and uh megan is a is a bit different okay in terms of her offerings um specifically i'd say it's like a little uh is it like bad quality or a little flat or uh, just compared like what is bad? you have like somebody saying that he is going to you know rule the out world yeah and then we'll go get him and take him out got it yes that we will <laughs> you know it's okay. just like uh it's just it's just kind of like you know they're uh, most most of voice actors are really into it and and it sounds like Megan was kind of like you know, well, there. <laughs> like, the I don't lines, know. It, it, the lines I gave. I don't want to be say, rude. Like one of the lines was was uh, <clears throat> I'm not the least bit scary to you. Like that was one of them. Like no, plays like lady, a demon no, in the you game, are yeah. not at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She plays like a, a succubus vampire character thing, and it's just <laughs> it's just a little. It doesn't really hit the world, kind of. Got it. Okay. Apparently, uh, Maximilian dude said uh, the the way that he put it, which is being uh, chanted in chat, is that she speaks in lowercase always, which I guess is <laughs> lower yeah. lowercase always, meaning she like has zero inflection. It's just very much monotone, yeah, just like this, yeah, just yeah. Stop. That's yep, yep. It's very flat. I think is the word I would use. It's yeah, very flat. There's not really a lot of yeah. You know, which all the other characters have, which I think is why it kind of stands out a lot. Like even Johnny Cage, who's kind of all about like the dad joke delivery. Even which he is, has great like cadence. Dude. Oh, he's great. He's phenomenal. And also, I love the references, man. Oh my dude, god! Every, the, uh, I swear they gave him they so gave good. him a character, and they're like, okay, your quota is one out of three lines has to contain a reference between 1990 and 2010. Yes, and like, and that's what it feels like, and it's great. I mean, someone turns invisible, and he's like what is this the predator and like just all like all over the place he's doing yeah. these lines it's it's fantastic it's yeah fantastic. i can't believe they did the full like get your damn hands off of her uh line <laughs> oh dude <laughs> like that great. whole thing is in there yeah. and it's just like really okay that's what great yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think every other line from johnny he's Cage been, is a movie reference he's fantastic he's been phenomenal comic relief yeah phenomenal comic relief really good the other thing i like i co i'm i don't know if you noticed this during the cutscenes. There's just like third party characters in the background that aren't main main characters, but like during a fight, they're like still making coffee or just like oh, doing yeah. something random. And it's it's so oh, dude, funny to look the for. The first time that uh, Sub Zero comes in, yeah. and he like slams his his hand on the table and freezes it, and then the dude next to it just like chips off some into his drink and starts drinking. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. I love, I love that, that stuff. It's just it's just little flavor all over the place. I love all that. Yeah. It's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. I will I will most likely go back to it. I've heard nothing but good things from the uh, mm-hmm. campaign side of. Things. I'll be returning to it next week. I'm I'm definitely planning on finishing the main story. Yeah, yeah. I I got kind of blindsided by lies of P, and that's currently drawing my attention, which we'll talk about in yep. just a bit. Um, but yeah, this uh, it's great. It looks great. It, it runs great as long as you're not playing on the Switch. Did you guys see the Switch? Oh graphics? my God, the Switch screenshots. I need to. Pull... You bring them up. That needs to see this. Yes, let me. Oh, oh my God! I like every so I often saw the this one kind of where, thing. Where the guy was like moving into the background. 
<laughs> dude every oh it's not a bug just the, the overall quality every so often a game gets released on switch where it's like okay whoever okayed this like the, the batman series was another one where it's just like this does not belong on this platform like this the game the game does not belong on this platform yeah. and um and this and and yeah for switch for 70 dollars as well it's just like that's wild is, yeah uh chad if you find them faster than i do please i have a couple from uh, i guess i could just grab them from discord because like the the like side by side or like the actual fight stuff looks fine it's when they do the close-ups and especially johnny cage's eyes and stuff are just like oh my god yeah yeah is this oh my god okay here we go this shows the comparisons great let's show this uh who's this from who created this to give credit Ooh. Let's go with uh, a YouTuber by the name of uh, DeBits. He's got uh, footage showing all the different things. So this is uh, the Switch here. This is uh, Xbox Series S, Steam Deck, and then PS5. You can see it's like definitely muted. Uh, it's definitely... But this uh, isn't that bad. Like, this is kind of like, you know, okay. It, it's, it's Switch. It's a Switch. But I mean... Start- here we go. <laughs> yeah, this is what I was looking for. Uh, okay. Here's Johnny Cage. Should I show? I guess I should show like the what it looks like. You on can PS5. do before and after. Yeah, like, that'd be amazing. But yeah, let's obviously do that. a lot harder. Uh, so this is the PS5 uh, Cage right here. Uh, looks great. He's got good. Know, look at him. Look at the emotion in his eyes. Yeah, yeah, you got emotion. Yeah. He's very upset. Uh, and then you go to the switch. <laughs> 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 literally his eyes are like locked in place because there's so many polys being used yeah. for everything else it's just like man oh my god dude but man, i gotta I'm say just... i really gotta say just looking at these makes me feel like a little bit of nostalgia for back in the day when the when it came out on the genesis and nintendo versions sure like, the genesis version one everybody wanted that one because there was more blood but the graphics were so much worse yeah and then, like, you look at the, the Nintendo version, it was so much better. It was just like that. It was just like, oh, God, I want the blood on, but fuck, this is fucking laughably bad. I want to be able to play on the toilet, but this is tough, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's the new day and age. How do I... Okay, now I'm, like, in real... Now I'm really a boomer, chat. How do I open this without showing all of this stuff? Let's just... Okay, there we go. That's exactly what it is. Uh, this is... Uh, Malena, I think his character's name. Old school. Favorite. Oh no! <laughs> oh God, no! And that's uh, yeah, yeah. That looks like one of those like uh, meme videos from TikTok. Yeah. Oh God, it's pretty good. Oh, it's pretty good uh chat shared a couple more here let's let's pull these from uh from twitter uh we saw 70 70 dollars by the way 70 dollars yeah that's maybe the biggest uh offense about this uh there's another johnny cage one uh with him just you know doing Johnny cage things good yeah Uh, that's one we already saw uh that that is not from the game that i I refuse to believe that's not no is that really from the game game. there's no i mean that's the hp bar is that is that like a fatality? I think he's maybe no. getting shocked. That's smoke. 
If that's oh really my God, what it, it is, might be. that's might be. kind of crazy. That's the one we saw, yeah. Uh, man, <sighs> okay. Or smoke, man. He did, he, he, they did him dirty, chat. He did him did dirty. dirty. Yeah. Not great. Not great. Don't buy it on the Switch. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Yeah, do I don't know if you need to, to hear that, but uh, yeah, for... For podcast uh, listeners, do not buy MK11 on the Switch, especially for seven. Screenshots are fake. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Maybe, maybe that fake. one with uh, with maybe the smoke. smoke <laughs> maybe, it looked like that, you, that was bad. like uh, Striker when like Striker shocks someone in the neck. So that's a pretty sure that's an ability or, or a uh, cameo uh, that he has in the game. So yeah, we can only speak on the story stuff. Me and uh, Co are, are not uh, competitive fighting game players. Um, I've seen a handful of them on Twitter. I, I've always kind of known that like MK one is not necessarily, or, or mortal Kombat is not necessarily regarded as like a great competitive fighter, uh, within the FGC. Um, but it is like annually or whenever it comes out, uh, one of the highest selling, uh, fighting mm-hmm. games out there, if not the highest selling fighting game out there. So we'll have to see how the, uh, the competitive community kind of talks about it and, and goes into it. Um, probably just jump into a Maximilian dude's stream. And he'll give you the, the down low on it and let you know what's going on with that. I mentioned Liza P. That game's great. I was kind of blindsided by how good that game is. Um, yep. You, how far are you, Co? Where are you at? Did you? I just got past the up, demo content. I am up to, I'd say... I want to say it's like the first, like, quote unquote, hard, hard boss. Really? Which, um, what number boss would you say that is? Three or four? Like, it's one of those bosses, and, and I and I don't want to spoil it, so you'll have the same, um, you'll feel yeah, the same. Yeah, I'm what that I is. did. But there's there's a boss that I got up to, and it's one of those, it's, it's definitely, um, there are, I, again, I don't want to spoil it, but there are bosses in other games that had a similar feeling. And I, I, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it more when people have gotten to it and played it. Hmm. Okay. Having a great time with it. It is, it is a super good souls. Like it feels good. The world is interesting. Uh, it's definitely a spiky game. So like, you can just be like walking through it just fine. Then you get to like a dude that's wielding shields or something. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're dying to him like five times. Sure. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's that kind of game, but it's, it's great. I'm, I'm super digging it. Uh, kind of a a bloodborne feel, but not bloodborne. Kind of like a a triple or, or excuse me, like a double or single A bloodborne kind of thing. Um, you know, assuming that a bloodborne would be made these days. But yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun, man. I'm really enjoying it. I'm yeah. really enjoying it. I, I don't. The reviews came out for it, and then the first thing I saw was this is, and it was like they were speaking to me in a very selfish way. The line was literally, this is the best Souls-like, Souls-like. And I was like, well, that's, I've always, I've always hated Souls-like games because they never feel anywhere close to what From Software can actually make, right? Like it's, no one has been able to, to crack that formula for whatever it is that From Software does. This game has, and it's, it's just a fantastic, uh, souls like for me to to enjoy i love all the weight of the combat i love how the combat um or the 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 items are 
there's just like a shit ton of weapons, like a massive amount of weapons, and you can mix and match them to like change the type of scaling that you have on your weapon type, uh, which is awesome. Uh, I really enjoy that. I like the, the, it's, there's, they like took parts from all of the souls games. There's like a little bit of Sekiro in here. There's like mm-hmm. the, the bloodborne stuff, which you were already referencing. Um, it, it's, it's great. I I'm absolutely loving it. It's also like what? 30 hours long is what I've heard. 30 to, if you're yeah, a completionist, it's, it's like 60 hours, I think is what mm-hmm. I've, I've seen in a couple places. Um, so it's definitely got some, some girth very, to the game. Um, very bloodborne inspired. Yes. Uh, like mecha- mechanically. Yeah. Which is interesting when I, when I heard you say like, it's the most souls like souls like game. I mean, I mean, it's in a lot of ways, it's like a copy paste of Bloodborne, like mechanically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I think it pulls and, the Perry. Which I think it's is, fine. It's great. So Perry mechanic yeah. is straight from, from Sekiro. In my opinion, the Perry mechanic is from Sekiro. They've kind <clears> of <throat> taken the whole, um, they, they, they amalgamated the Bloodborne take damage and get it back from hitting into the blocking mechanic. So they yeah. kind of like, Shuffle things around a little bit, but, and, and I say it in a good way, like, cause it actually does have its own flavor, but it's just, it's very, very Bloodborne inspired. Yeah. That, you know? Yeah. But that, uh, like that's the thing I had to learn when I was, uh, playing the, I played the demo for, uh, several hours. And, uh, the, the thing that was the most difficult for me to learn was that it's, they, it's, it's almost in, like necessary and encouraged and all that shit to, actually parry and block you kind of stand there rather rather than you know like like with dark souls is dodge rolling and Mm -hmm. uh once i once i figured that out like you can just stand there and stand there and bang with the the enemy it's it became a lot a lot more fun for me um honestly because i was never very good at like dodge rolling and stuff i'll I'll dodge roll at the wrong time or dodge roll right into them and you know right into an attack or shit like that so i was happy that that was a uh, more of a focus in the combat. Yeah. 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 They definitely, um, the, the whole like night, you know, in 90% of souls, likes, I'd say the, the big glowing red move is the unblockable one that you have to dodge. And in this game, they kind of take that on its head because most of those, you can't dodge unless you're in the right place and you have to perfect parry them, which is, uh, you know, definitely a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the first boss specifically, and kind of, I would say most bosses, you have to take a, a run or two and just be like, all right, that's, gotta learn them. you got it. This is how that's like, okay, I've got that move down. And then they generally have multiple stages to them in terms of like HP. And then something happens to them and then they either speed up or change the animation a little bit. Um, and so it's like figuring, figuring that stuff out. I think the first boss took me four or five tries. I haven't, I'm on, you said it was the fourth boss. I, I think I'm, I fought a fifth boss, but I did not kill it because it was kind of in an optional thing and you can go mm-hmm. around it, if that makes sense, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so that's where I'm at right now. Um, and I'm in like the, I'm in tunnels uh, in like a factory or something like that. Uh, right past, I think, what the demo content was. Uh, it's good, though. I oh, want to yeah. do a full playthrough of it but man there's a lot of games right now um what's on your list this week well this i want to finish mortal combat uh <laughs> we haven't talked about it yet but i got signed up for a dokapon kingdom 
uh, run through, which uh, if you don't know what that is, what, what is that? Uh, it's basically Mario party on steroids created by the devil uh, is really what that is. Um, the runs take Sounds fun. It takes about a 60 hour uh, playthrough uh, on the minimum side with three other people. So kind of been into that uh, with me stripping uh, Gmart and Boone. That's that's been uh, a quote unquote fun <laughs> experience. It's basically just uh, screw your friends over simulator, uh, nonstop Mario Party version. So uh, that's on my radar. I've been playing that, and then I'm fucking stripping. Got me full blown addicted to League again. So I've been playing that, and I'm also full blown addicted to uh, Snap once again. So that's taken up most of my nights uh, in terms of. Uh, the free time with that Zeke. I'm seven away from infinite. I'm almost there. I'm almost. I was infinite. just going to ask. You knew I was. Gonna, I was going to ask. Like, how close are you to infinite, bro? Yeah. Yeah. What deck are you using, homie? Uh, right now I'm using a evolved doom. If you know what that means. Instant. I do not, but okay. that sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then there's also Sea of Stars, which I want to keep playing, but probably won't stream that. But Sea of Stars is fucking awesome. Uh, if you haven't played that and you have Game Pass ch- and you like JRPGs, uh, specifically like Super Mario RPG or Chrono Trigger or something like that, check that out. And then I, I honestly, that Cyberpunk trailer uh, that they put out the other day kind of made me interested in checking that out. If if not only for the graphical um, appeal, like the graphics in that game just look phenomenal and kind of always have, uh, especially now with like the rtx overdrive mode or whatever they call it in game uh i just want to see what that looks like um they they were all one of the devs was talking like this game will like tax your entire system uh even if you have the like beast of a machine or something so that was like challenge accepted for me i want to see what it looks like and how it runs uh what kind of fps i get with that uh i should also note that uh, performance wise and graphics wise lies of p i think the game looks phenomenal uh in both presentation graphics uh performance i'm getting like i'm running 4k everything maxed out i'm getting 150 plus fps with no dlss uh it's just like raw 4k resolution um and it it looks great um voice acting kind of rough i wouldn't say it's great uh it doesn't detract from the game but like you know it's <laughs> it's okay <laughs> Um, but the mute, the music, I, have you coded, did you find any of the like records and listen to that? I found one of them so far. Yeah. I was kind of surprised. Was that the, the baby one? Maybe the bloodborne window baby one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a new sentence. I think, uh, we could put That's that on a the new one. Yeah. Uh, it's very good. I was, the music in the game is very well done. Um, I was not expecting a like vocalized, uh, track like that. I don't know if that was originally created for the game or if that's from somewhere else, but there's like a jukebox and that you can, you can play and it's in like the, you have like a hub area. It's very, uh, demon souls inspires or really bloodborne inspired. I guess if you want to look at it that way, um, where you have to go back and like level up type deal, you can change the music there. Uh, and it's good. So, uh, so quick question. You mentioned the voice acting on a scale of Megan Fox to 10. I haven't well, seen Megan Fox. Yet, so I, I can't comment on it, but <laughs> <Okay>. it's, 
it's not great. Like, <laughs> I can't really praise the voice acting in Lies of P, um, at least from the main characters. Uh, there, there are good, like, people in the town uh, seem very well voice acted. But, like, the main characters that you would... Ex- the game's based off of, uh, like, Pinocchio and Pinocchio lore. So, like, uh, Jiminy's in here and uh, Geppetto's in here and, yeah, that type of stuff. And those Blue characters, fairy. yeah, those characters are voiced fine. Like, it, it's it's passable. Uh, not anything special there. But uh, it's good. Definitely check it out. I think Liza P's on Game Pass, right, Co? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm playing the early version, so I'm not sure. But I, I want to say it it is or will be. Okay. Yeah. The, the deluxe version, I think you can buy into now for like 10 extra bucks. That then I think on the 19th, it goes on Game Pass. Uh, yes, Chad is saying it is. Cool. Um, it's good. Uh, don't don't let the idea of it not being a From Software Souls game uh, shy you away like it, it would have done me um, had I not uh, just checked it out on a whim. Because it's... It's fantastic. Really enjoying it. I uh, can't speak highly enough about it. I'm going to try to finish it, but we'll see. It's it's supposed to be a girthy game. Uh, big game. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it's a, it's lot a of big bosses. boy game. So we'll see how. And that it's goes. It, it's actually not released yet unless you buy the deluxe edition, right? Like yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The the Game Pass edition won't be released until when? Do we know? Nineteenth, I believe. Uh, Tuesday. If you're using okay. summons. No, I I saw the uh, the option for it um on it it like tutorializes uh mm-hmm. the summon before i think the final boss that's in the demo uh oh it, lo- it unlocks tomorrow sorry the 18th i gave you the wrong information uh see uh but yeah I, I have not i don't even know like who it summons or what it summons have you did you mess with it at all uh no i'm yeah. not sure either yeah. i i have no idea how the uh, the summons function and if they like draw aggro or um how easy they make the the bosses i can't speak to any of that because um, i i didn't want to like downplay the boss or or whatever you want to throw in there i yeah. i did not uh look at it at all um a couple people in chat are saying they do uh kind of help and and taunt the boss i've yeah 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 i've i uh the boss that i'm on i was told that somebody tried it for hours before they had to inevitably summon and beat it really <laughs> so, it's that hard i'm curious what that yeah. boss oh, yeah. is because i i have not struggled really yet um uh, i wonder if i'm right before it uh it's a is it in the is it in the factory after the demo content no. oh okay okay if it's not in the yeah. factory then yeah I, dan was talking about a boss that he was stuck on that's like post factory i wonder if that's the same boss that might have been it okay yeah because the one i'm on is definitely uh it's pretty tough yeah not not impossible I'm, obviously just i'm tough. actually really glad to hear that i'm glad to hear that that there are bosses you can get stuck on and stuff that it it, it it is in keeping with the souls like like difficulty of you can either go and like fucking level up and and you know do that shit to to be more mm-hmm. uh powerful against the the boss or you can beat your head against it for hours and hours and hours yep. and that's what i like when you and finally just, get just done, get good and, essentially yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. which is i think most gamers like I, I would i would venture to guess to say like most souls like gamers who enjoy those games that's what they do they're like mm-hmm. i got here i'm gonna beat this boss with exactly what i brought in yeah yep that's it that's what you want <laughs> that's that's what i want uh from it yeah. so uh it's i i'm blown away 
to be honest. I can't speak highly enough about it. It's 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 got the soul's hook where it's just like I want to constantly play. I constantly think about it. Um and it's good. Now, JP, I have to ask, <clears throat> since you are probably the most most like the, the most prolific resident min-maxer, have you <laughs> <Sure>. found <laughs> I mean that's fair to say, right? Uh have yeah. You... I mean okay. I play the games that I guess I min-max the most in. Sure. Have you found the thing you're just like, this is it. Like, this is the thing that people will say you're not really playing if you use this weapon or whatever. <laughs> not that I found. Uh, okay. I'm using like a, I found a police baton and the scaling of that is a for mo- mo- motion mobility, what, mo- whatever the strength parallel yeah. is. Motility. In motility. Yeah. It's got weird terminology for like they they're like we're not going to name it strength we're not going to name it dex we're yeah. not going to name it ability <laughs> advance is like the elemental thing uh, technique is dex yeah yeah um, so I I bumped that Activity, up there it is bump that up to uh, to like a scaling for strength and then uh, put a I put I think I'm using a police baton with the strength scaling thing on it for this sword uh whatever the base of this sword which is like a two-handed thing um and it's doing fairly well um so far but it's i have no idea what like the the min max there's so many weapons honestly i i can't even like it's not so zeke what's kind of cool is whenever you get a weapon it's a blade and a hilt and you can actually right i remember that and then you can upgrade the blade or you can upgrade the hilt and you can even change the scaling of the hilt yeah you can modify it a little bit so if something's like not scaling with your main stat, you can like change it to do that. And then there's different uh hilts have different move sets as well. You can take like the blade off a giant weapon and put it on the hilt of like a dagger, and then all of a sudden you're like stabbing with your giant great sword and yeah. everything. So yeah. okay. And, and it scales okay, uh, off of it, your strength, which is awesome. Can you is it like um you said it's close to Bloodborne? Is it are are the weapons like it like change do they transform? weapons or no uh there's i've gotten one that's like actually transformed um but each okay, okay. each hilt and blade have special moves so that those blue bars in the top left there um they they you know a, a blade may have a, a like a forward thrust that moves you forward while the hilt may have like a defensive charge move or maybe like an aoe sweep or like an elemental thing or a charge up for a buff you know all sorts of stuff so you can actually mix and max or mix and match the buffs too okay yeah. Yeah, there's also an intellect stat. I don't think there's spells in the game, but I know that it's skills. Uh, yeah, well, it's wait, like wait. Uh, intellect stat. I, I guess in quotes, it apparently affects your there's elemental vitality. damage. Yeah, that's advanced. That's advanced. Yeah. Okay. So, like, there's a you know a flame dagger, and there's like a capacitor mace, um, yeah. and and those have elemental damage on them. And so the higher your advances, it scales with that. But yeah, that is that is intellect. Yeah, but there's don't, no spells. Okay, um, I was gonna say, like, really, please, well, don't. You have a you have an arm and say an there's arm. spells. <laughs> Later on, your arm can like do like a flamethrower and like an electric discharge, and then you can level that up. You know, you can get a gun on it. You can get like a shield on it. So there's oh, I and your arm shield. is independent of your um weapon. So so it's not, it's, it's, not it's an spells, afterthought, but it's like the. Like the Bloodborne, like, tentacle book or whatever. It's like that. 
Uh, I wouldn't say it's an like afterthought. It's an I mean, they can be really thing. strong. Yeah, but okay. it, it's not a main thing. That's that's okay. Definitely, it's not. It's it's like a it's like a a, a sub weapon kind of. Thing. Yeah, it has. I mean, it, I just um, don't want the bottom make... left. It has like a mana bar. Yeah, the bottom call, left. I think where call, it says yeah. left arm of steel or whatever. But you can only use it so much right. before it like, you know, runs out. Yeah, yeah. I it's just like I don't want to make the yeah. same mistake that I did in Bloodborne, and I was like, oh, arcane stat. I'm going to put all my points in that because magic. Now in this game, you can put a whole bunch of points in that, but then you're kind of wanting to use elemental weapons. Yeah, or point. or you want to choose a weapon, a, a what a, a base item so you can scale it off of that stat. I guess is how you would look at it. Yeah. The, yeah. Well, the thing is, is it's interesting because a hilt that the scaling the, the hilt the, the scaling can work off the the blade or the hilt. So like with that electric uh, beat stick I was talking about. If you have the big pylon on the top, it has an electric sub damage, and then we'll add you know a certain amount to it. If you use the electric hilt, then your advance will be applied to the electric as well. But if you use a different hilt, then it will have like zero application because yeah. you know that's because it's electric damage. You're not using the hilt designed to work with that. So there's like little gotchas here and there, but thankfully it's all right in front of you when you're mixing and matching. You'll actually see like plus zero, and then you'll switch back to the other one. It'll be like plus fourteen, and it's like oh okay, well I better pick that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so. Um, one thing I, I, I want to just bring up uh, about the the grinding, like the resharping. Does that ever like the, the is it, it? It didn't seem super annoying in the in the demo. It's does it get not too bad? Not too okay, bad. it's the type of thing where I don't I don't view it. I have not been annoyed by it, but I've definitely been in a boss fight and the boss is at like twenty percent HP and my weapon breaks. And I'm, and then I'm just like, oh shit! I got to sharp, I got to sharpen my weapon. Like <laughs> what am I? <laughs> like what am I? Like what I got? I got to do this. I gotta, I gotta figure out. Uh, and so like it adds, if anything, it's like additive uh, to the gameplay experience so far for me. I've not been annoyed by it at all. Um, it also has a really cool effect. Right, he just starts grinding his weapon, and like the, the little uh, sparks that shoot off of it look fucking cool. Um, there's also, uh, you can use items that like instant, uh, repair or instant grind a weapon. Um, if, if you want to, oh, right, uh, right, right, in a boss, right. um, it's, it's got all that stuff in it. So yeah, this, uh, I think this is one of the major bosses in the demo. Uh, it's got a demo. I, we sh- I think we've mentioned that multiple times, but if you're at all curious and you don't want to like bite the bullet, you don't have game pass. It's got a demo on steam yep. and most, worth checking most out. platforms. Yeah, it's good. That's good. I'm sure we'll have more to say uh, when we uh, continue playing it because I think we both plan on doing that. Are you going to try to finish this before the 21st, Co? Or what's what's? Uh, like- well, I was, but then I learned that it's like 30 hours. Yeah. So yeah, I really don't know at this point. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, I I don't I'm know. Still playing Starfield. So I mean, yeah, I you still know. got that Starfield addiction. I I still. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'll check your stream every once in a while. I'm just like, huh. All right, <laughs> Starfield still. We're still on that. That's good. Uh, anyways, that's Liza P. Check it out. It's on Game Pass uh, tomorrow. You can grab it today if you want to spend the. Oh, say it's ten dollars deluxe. Wait, is that true? Somebody said they took the demo down. Yeah, it's not on Steam anymore. Oh, really? Really? That's too bad. <clears throat> huh. I wonder if I wonder that's why they did to that. Sell that was a great the, demo. Is that like a we got to sell ten dollar things? Uh, ten dollar like deluxe editions or something i wonder if they had that back i don't know we should also note because we didn't mention this at all that white bar right there when you perfect parry a boss you can essentially break the boss 
uh, and you can like straight up break the weapons that they have if you do it enough. And so it's got a little bit of like extra whatever super cool. to it. Yeah, it's really fun mm-hmm. when it happens and you break their weapon and they're hitting you with like nothing, essentially. Um, I enjoyed that a lot. So it's it's a major mechanic, I would say, for um, for a lot of the bosses. But yeah. Oh, uh, just just stupid uh, question, curiosity. Let's hear it. Is, is there like, um, like in a lot of Souls games, you can like cut off a tail or whatever and get a, a, a special weapon from that. Is there anything like that in this or? I have heard it. there is. Okay. I, I have not gotten it myself, but I have, somebody mm-hmm. told me that there were different ways to uh, kill bosses, but okay. I'm not cool. really sure what it would give or anything. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I'm a fan of that. I don't, I don't, I need to confirm that. I mean, that could have just been happy. There, there are, there are Tidenite lizard equivalents. Yeah. Right, like okay. <laughs> you, you happen upon those in the game's very blamed and saying like you should kill this thing for rare resources. Uh, it's got the upgrade system where it's like you know you got to get two of the the uh, or, or one and then two and then four and then there's a new upgrade uh, item that you have to go and find and all that type of stuff. So are th- are they all the same stone like they did later nope. on or are they like? Sharp stone, dark stone, blah, 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 oh, blah, blah. It's like, first it's like hidden pearl or something, and then it's like crescent something, and it just kind of goes through the list. Yeah. And you can upgrade again, both. Again, very Bloodborne. <laughs> you can upgrade the, like, blade. I've, it's, is it blade and hilt? Whatever the two weapon yep, blade separators. And hilt. You got it. Yeah, you can up- upgrade the blade, and then you can also upgrade the hilt, and that'll upgrade, like, the scaling and, and all that stuff. It's so. a little different, though. It doesn't it doesn't use the same component. So yeah. yeah. It's, it's a little little nicer, stuff. yeah. Yeah. It's uh, It's good. You should play it, Zeke. As long as yep. uh, if you're into the Souls experience, I definitely think it's worth checking out. I'm, I, you know what? I'm going to check it out. Uh, like probably on stream. Nice. Um, when it when it releases on Game Pass, I have a couple of games lined up, so it won't be for a bit until like the you know it dies down a little bit, so I can maybe get some of the dregs of like you know people who like maybe haven't checked it out or we are waiting till they finished it you know there you go but i do want to do it on stream because souls games and me like we have a long history of streaming all of them on on uh the stream and uh it gets loud yeah and it gets it gets it gets mean <laughs> and i apologize ahead of time i get okay. real mean to, to people in chat just because like you know it happens what's what's taking you so long why is it this was easy for me i don't understand and my favorite, my absolute favorite comment from the chat, I'm sure you guys love it. Finally. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. After you feel like oh. that beautiful, I can't believe I did it. That was so tough. You're celebrating, and someone's like, God, that was so boring just seeing him. Thank God we can see new stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that comes with, those are classic Twitch, you know, Dark Souls oh, yeah. commentary. You got to love it. And I will, in fact, Make you this promise. I will be playing Liza P with King Kong's Dick in my ear. Awesome. I will make you that promise right Fantastic. now. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, last thing on Liza P. The worst thing about the game, I can't stand the character model that you play. I, I can't. I do not like walking around as Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet? Uh, fucking in like, <laughs> early 1800. I look, that, I'm, I don't. Timothy Chalamet is great. <laughs> But that's not who I envision as like a badass in a Souls game experience. Yeah. I do not. So the first. This is what peak performance looks like, JP. Very, very early in the game. uh, There's no like armor in the game. 
there's there's costumes. They call it costumes. There's no stats applied right, to any of them. Yeah. They're just costumes. And very quickly, I found a uh, a donkey mask, and I just put oh, the yes. donkey mask on. And so now I'm just From walking that around. island. That's, that's we call that my main. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's that's the donkey. You just got to put that on immediately. Is there is there like 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 the the old Pinocchio like lederhosen outfit? Because if so, like that's the one I want to wear. I found something similar to it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But there's I'm only four hours into a thirty hour game. I'm sure there's a ton of different outfits um, that exist. They, they get better later. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Um, but man, it, it just straight up Timothy Chalamet with like a giant hair. It's oh, seriously! It's available. <laughs> Someone in my chat said it's available for like if you pre-order, you can get the what? What you, you get, get the, the outfit, fucking, the leader hosen outfit? Oh, wait, well, that's they cater to Zeke. That's how they get you. Just add the leader hosen for ten bucks. Pre-order now. Lies P. Awesome. Speaking of lies. I don't know. I, that was a weird transition. <laughs> Let's bring in the main liar himself. It's Rami. No, he, oh, see, I think it would. I think it would have been so much better if you would have been like Rami canceled. He's gone. Speaking of liars, lies of R. Let's go. Hi, Rami. How are you? Hi, I Rami. feel like I've had enough punishment. I've been watching this from like the bench for the last like fifteen minutes. I understand uh, you couldn't interrupt the segment, but it was really fun just being like, "Am I live? Am I not live? Am I maybe live?" Yeah. I gave you I gave you some updates on Twitter, not very many, but yes. There's nothing right. worse than oh, you being forced to watch this show. I, I know. Agree. It's yeah. rough. It's rough. It's rough. I mean, and I dropped in like right as there was like discussion about like some dick in Seek's ear, and like I'm yes. just like, what am oh. I like? Where did I where did I drop in? Yeah. So yeah. it's it's an inside Good. joke that I made a long time ago about like people who play uh, Souls games and how like. If you use magic, you're not a real Dark Souls player. If you, if, it, if that, and that kind of, and I said, well, okay, you beat it. Like I did a whole thing. Like you beat it, but did you beat it with King Kong's dick in your ear? And it became like a, right. you know, a thing. Yeah. All right. Well, sometimes things become a thing. Yeah. I played all of Armored Core with the shotguns, so I'm I'm one of those. Ah, a very uh, astute double, gentleman you are. Yeah. Double shotguns, just giant tank. We're good. We're good. What's what's a boss? A gentleman. Uh, a man of class. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we didn't do a sound test, so I'm going to ask you real quick. Are you using the right mic? Is it set on the right mic? Oh, God, I don't know. Is it terrible? <laughs> uh... Tap the mic real quick. I'll let you know. It is not. If you want to set the real mic real quick and, and refresh. Okay. Uh, you do the old uh, the old VMix special there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Co, did you finish Armored Core, by the way? Did we talk about that? I did the I did the first one. Okay, so I've I've beaten the first round. I don't know if I'm going to go back and do the other two. I I loved the gameplay, but I wasn't like super jazzed about the story. So, yeah. I mean, I, I love my time in it. You know, I made my mech and had a great great time souping him up. But, yeah, you know, I maybe I never jumped in at all. Uh, for some reason, I think it was Baldur's Gate was the reason, not some reason, but I think Baldur's Gate was just like the main reason uh, why I didn't jump into that. So. That's maybe the one software uh, from software IP that I have not still to this day uh, never played. I think you're using the right mic now, Rami. Yeah, this is better. Yeah, you don't got to talk directly into the mic, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> you're good. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I'm, I'm not a professional like you, okay? I just, I just press buttons. Yeah, you're good. That's all I know how to do. Let's, uh, let's talk about this unity stuff. We haven't mentioned it at all. We were saving it, uh, for you to kind of 
break it down for us? Because uh, there are so many different facets of it, but I think it all kind of stems initially from, uh, you know, their uh, original update to their plan, right. I guess, as, as it right. were. Um, but after that, the fallout has been crazy. The, the uh, bomb threats from prior employees I saw headlines about, just uh, crazy, uh, crazy stuff. So I'll let you introduce it, Rami, and kind of uh, tell us the, the original <laughs> sin, as it were, and then we'll just go from there. So what uh, what's going on with Unity? Why is it everyone's favorite uh, engine right now in the video game world? Well, we just really like we like greed and liars. It's just that's why that's just our favorite thing. It's okay. just like really just just awful backstabbing liars. That's our favorite thing. Sure. Especially since we need a long time to make a game. So if we pick one thing that decides to backstab us, they get to backstab us for a few more years. No, so the I mean that's literally what it came down to, to be frank. But <laughs> so Unity as a game engine. Um is probably one of the is it without a question, honestly, is the most popular game engine in the world, right? Yeah, like in terms of Genshin, Hoyo, like those are Yeah. Yeah. But even if you wouldn't count Genshin, still like sixty to seventy percent of all games ever released are are Unity at this point. Like it's bomb. Right? This is everywhere. Uh, and it it's everywhere from like kids starting to make their first games all the way to like professional teams releasing things like Genshin, right? So this is, in terms of impact in the games industry, it's probably one of the largest things ever made. Mobile, VR, indie, um, a bunch of like really big pro games. Um, and Unity was always that popular for, for a number of reasons. Um, one, it's very accessible. Two, it's cheap, right? And the way Unity's pricing model has always worked is very simple. Until you make like $100,000, you don't pay anything. If you make more than $100,000, you start having to pay for the plus model. And then if you made over a, a, another amount, you want to start buying for the pro model. And those are paid by seat. So if you have five people at your studio, you buy five seats. And you pay like what is it, two grand a month or so, uh, two grand a year or like ten grand a year or something like that, you know? Okay. Um, a two grand a year. Anyway, uh, Unity saw all that big Genshin money and went, "Well, shit." You know that studio has like a few hundred people, so all we're making is like sixty k from Genshin. That's bonkers. Now, if you were somebody like uh, Unreal, Unreal has a deal. The first million dollars you make, you pay nothing. But after you make a million dollars, every dollar you make over that million dollars, you pay 5%. Right? That's the deal. And there's another story I'll tell you later that I love about that. But um, <laughs> okay. Is, is the, that a um, good deal? So here's the thing. Yes, like engines are, okay. are a really big part of game development, right? Like the, right. the best deal for a game developer is you use something open source, it's free. You pay nothing ever at all. Downside is you can't be sure it gets maintained. My original version of Ridiculous Fishing was made in open frameworks. Amazing tool in 2013 until they stopped updating it in 2014. And then when we wanted to do updates, Apple updated the minimum requirements and the version from 2013 that we were using 
didn't have the updates that Apple wanted, so we had to rewrite the engine. So we just gave up on that shit because there was just oh, no wow. way to there was no way to do it. It's just it it's stopped. Right? Yeah. So these Spade engines, the benefit they have is you can be more sure that the engine will stop working. It uh, won't stop working. So Unity decided they wanted some of that big Genshin money, and they basically went, "Okay, how can you make some of that Genshin money?" Now the the, the smart thing. The reasonable thing, the thing that nobody would have complained about is if Unity had said, we'll take 5%, 4%, 6% of your revenue over a certain amount of money. And then they will make infinite Genshin bucks, like that, like in, instantly, right? But that wasn't good enough for Unity. So what Unity decided to do is something that hitherto has never been tried in the games industry, or any industry for that matter. Um, at least not a public one, which is they want to charge for installs. Not downloads, not purchases, installs. And that particular part, like, just, like, it hit me when I when I first, like, realized, like, I installed, I, I installed Baldur's Gate 3 on, on three different devices. Right. That means that's three, that it doesn't count as one, even though it's under one account, my account. It's three installs. So anytime, like, you could just screw a fucking developer if you had a bunch of things to, like, well, install on. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, Rami. Didn't they at some point say that they were going to, like, do some kind of license thing where if you bought a copy of a game, you could install it on multiple devices and it wouldn't count? Or is that... No, they, they said that, then they didn't say that, then they did say that, and then they didn't say that. The, the really weird thing that happened is... Okay. Welcome to Unity installs. discussion. <laughs> installs are, are a terrible thing to, to calculate for, right? Yeah. Um, for a number of reasons. First one, we don't control. We, we have no way to control the amount of installs, right? So you could, if, if, I, if Cole buys my game and then decides to install it on 7,000 computers, then I'm screwed. Because he bought it once, and then installed it seven thousand times. Um, Which I would do, to be fair. It's very specifically cool thing to my do. games. It's very, right. it's very me thing to do. Um, yeah. Right, um, pirates, demos, updates, anything that forces a player to reinstall the game or to install it on a new computer. You upgrade, you upgrade your graphics card. That's a new computer. Yeah. And, install. and also. Here's the thing. Just, just yeah. to be clear, the uh, the Rust cheating community, which has been like this eternal, like at odds with the Rust devs, like they hate each other. They absolutely hate each other. They were already showcasing the fact that they had a script to just continually install Rust over and over and over and over and over and over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're like, we'll yeah. sync you, if, you know, because Rust is also on Unity, and they come. So the basic idea was you pay 20 cents per install unless you get to the Pro Edition. Then you pay, uh, what was it, a few cents per install, right? Now, installs is a terrible idea. So immediately a bunch of developers started calculating how out of business they would be if that would happen. Like <laughs> take something like a free-to-play game, a Genshin, a Rumbleverse before it went down, uh, like you know, any of those games. Those are games, multiplayer games, that depend on lots of downloads. Uh, Destiny has a lot of downloads. Not all of them convert to monetization, right? So, those games, instantly screwed. Mobile games, instantly screwed. Any game with low sale uh, price, 
instantly screwed. We started calculating in the indie scene what a charity bundle would cost. Remember that really nice charity bundle we did for like racial equality and and, and yeah, that one? Yeah, yeah that had 800,000 downloads. Right. If all of those people installed your game one time, you would owe Unity 160K. Well, to be fair, that was a bundle as well. Yep. So, that, so there would have been multiple installs for every one of those, right? Potentially, yeah. Just and, at a bare minimum, 160, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, assuming everybody installed your game. So if you were one of the top games in that bundle and almost everybody installed it, you were down 160K. Now on that bundle, every developer made exactly $0. So everybody lost it for two reasons. A, that's a terrible deal, and it's stupid. It's the dumbest. It is literally, I have never seen a bigger fuck up in the history of video games. And that includes E.T., right? Like, I like it. <laughs> E.T. here, Unity shit right here. This is preposterous, right? This is like sync games industry level bullshit. Yeah. Um, so everybody lost their shit. When we realized that the second part that they did is they had a clause since like what 2019 or something 2016 because they pissed everybody off a few years ago by just jumping a, a change in terms on us and we went that's fucked up so they reversed course and they said you know what Maricopa our bad our bad let us give you a clause that says whenever you use a version of Unity the terms that apply to that license. So that Unity version are the terms you're stuck with forever, and we will never change them. In fact, even better, we'll put our entire terms on Git, where programmers can easily compare different versions, so everybody is always up to date on what changes. So they quietly killed that clause in 2022, stopped updating the Git, and now they go, Actually, sorry, retroactively, this applies to everything you've ever released, ever. So if I made a game in 2011 in Unity, it applies to that. Yeah. Yeah. So that pissed us off as well. <laughs> so we're all really angry. And uh, pretty much every developer in the world was pissed off at Unity. And so what Unity decided to do is backtrack. They started backtracking, but they didn't want to switch the idea. They still want to charge for installs. So they started saying, okay, no, no, no. Fraudulent installs, malicious installs, install bombing, a word that, by the way, didn't exist last week because it's stupid. <laughs> install bonding? Is that what you said? It's bombing. bombing. Oh, bombing. Like, bombing. 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 Oh, oh, bombing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. can fuck a developer by installing their game a lot. Sure. Install bombing didn't exist last week. So they went. That's something that you like viewers at home can do. You know, it's like, hey, do you hate a game company? Let me show you this macro and make it real easy for you to just uninstall and reinstall this game and charge them every single time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so um you already went. Actually, you know what? You are right. Charity installs don't count. Fraudulent installs don't count. A bundle installs don't count. Those those don't count. How the fuck? How, how do they know? How do you track it? I'm a programmer. I'm a programmer. You can't. There's, there's no way to know. For two reasons. A, technically, 
It's impossible. There's no way to track installs. We would track installs they, if we could. Rami, it's nice to know. No, no, no. Oh, Rami, they have a proprietary system that they're working on that will have almost <laughs> near to perfect accuracy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you got to yeah. trust them here. Can you hear? Come on, a little bit of yep. trust, yeah. Rami. Yeah, a little bit of trust. A little bit of trust. I, I, I always try to trust the people that reverse their TOC. And the famous words won't do it. Oh. of another very trustworthy individual, it just works, Rami. And, and I think you should <laughs> really just kind of think about that. Yeah. It just works. It works. Don't worry. It's really I, have, I have an actual legitimate question, though, no. about that. Like, is, <laughs> is Unity... Since you said like you're a programmer and you can't track installs, is there a way? Are you saying that they cannot do that either, and they're just fucking guessing, or or or? Oh, okay. There's two ways they can do it. Okay, okay, There's okay. Two ways they can do it. There are ways they can do it. The first one is okay. hyper illegal because it it would involve attaching the install to an individual. Yeah. So I would have to know that you Zeke have an install. This is your first install, and when you do it again. I don't count it, but I need to fingerprint you. I need yeah. to know who you are. And to do that, I would need some sort of device fingerprint, IP address, or a bunch of information to make sure that it's uniquely you, right? Okay. Otherwise, there could be two people with the exact same hardware configuration installing in two places, and then uh, does it doesn't count. So they would have to okay. fingerprint you. That's straight up illegal. You're not allowed to do that unless you have consent from people, right? So you would need consent. Option two, hyper-aggressive spyware. Like, hyper-aggressive spyware. Every game would have to have some sort of spyware that gets a fingerprint, somehow makes it anonymous, and then sends it over to Unity. Those are the two The options. funny thing is, the second one sounds like the hyper-illegal one. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, really <laughs> aggressive spyware. Yeah. <laughs> like, or a fingerprint. So, it's it's one of those two. Those are the only two ways to do it. And even then, it's not 100% accurate, right? It's it's a guesstimate. It's it's sort of like, oh, probably something around this, but they're charging us for it. Yeah. So I, I don't really money. like... I don't really like the idea of like, eh, it's somewhere. It's somewhere about you owe us 160 gay. Because you really That's like... That's what I'm saying. Like, they can just say like, uh, you owe us this much, and the, and the, the person they're charging is like, where's the receipts? It's like, you don't need to see. No, but we got them. Don't worry about it. We got them. For the real? Are right. Trust us. That's literally what they <laughs> said. So when they started backtracking, <laughs> it got worse because they started backtracking on stuff that they clearly hadn't thought through. Like, for example, what about Game Pass? It's great. Love Game Pass. But I get one bag of money. And then for two years, free downloads. You know how many people download a Game Pass deal and then just delete it without playing it? Yeah. It's a lot. Each of those would charge us 20 cents. So we got angry about it. And then Unity went, no, 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 no. We're not going to charge you. We're going to charge Microsoft. I, I, I want to, I, whatever Unity is like, legal department is, I want it too, because I want to be able to run up to one of the people. Like, everybody watching now owes me 20 cents retroactively for every episode you've ever watched with me in it. Well, and that's, that's I think feels. that's the, I think that that's a, that's a, that's a strike for us, like for, for, well, for the developers, I guess, is that like, oh, please, oh, please charge Microsoft to try. Please try that. That is, <laughs> see how that goes. 
<laughs> yep. So, worst case, Microsoft just straight up stops putting Unity games on Game Pass. Yeah, they just stop working. Which for developers them. is the worst possible outcome. That's probably worse than the 20 cents. Because Game Pass is a lot of money. That's a good deal. And it's not just it's not just going to be Game Pass, Apple Arcade, uh, any any exclusivity deal with Epic. All of those would just be like, eh. Sorry, what did you develop this in? Oh, Unity. Yeah, yeah. Well, we love your game, but we don't think it's fit for our portfolio at the moment. That's all what they. That's what publishers always say. Don't worry. Like it's just they always say, oh, it's not a great fit for us right now. Um. So as they were backtracking, they made it worse somehow, which is incredible <laughs> because this is they now already stage started five of making it worse, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think yeah. they started at ET level, and somehow they have like excelled uh, over and over again. Haven't you heard of the term fighting fire with fire? I know I'm on fire, but put more fire on me. It'll put it out. That I've, it's a it's common knowledge. So basically, it's it's a shit show. It's it's it I've never seen anything like it. So it because it's terrifying. This is terrifying. Like Unity is in 60 to 70% of games coming out, which all of those developers are trained in Unity, their teams are in Unity, they've hired for Unity, they've developed for Unity, their tools are in Unity, their assets are in Unity. All of all of their stuff is in Unity. The Unity asset store, a lot of developers have thousands of dollars of spending that. And just the thought of switching to Unreal or Godot or any of the other ones, you're talking about like tens, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars of, of, of sync costs just gone. That's for the small teams, yeah. right? The big teams... Well, I'm like, what has, has Genshin said, has Hoyoverse said anything about any of this? They're like the one company that doesn't care. They're like, yeah, we'll give you a few more mil, whatever. <laughs> we're printing money. You want some more yeah, money I that mean, we're whatever, printing? whatever, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, that's, I'm curious, like the, the it, it almost would be weird. Like the, it's, it's weird because they're so much higher than everyone else in terms of yeah. just revenue that I would just love to see their them come out and be like, actually go fuck yourself. (laughs) I would love for them to just have a comment on it, but I don't think I've seen anything like that. Right. Well, you know, the, the, the scary part is because it's on installs, you you can't just stop paying unity. Right. So even if I stop selling my game, say I'm like, screw this, I'm going to stop selling my game or Genshin goes, we're going to stop selling our game. It doesn't affect unity. Game still gets installed. Yeah. Right. So we, we have no, we have nothing. We have nothing we can do. So I think Genshin is mostly just waiting. But I'm sure in the back end, they're having conversations with Unity that are just like, yo. What are you doing? Yeah. Because getting Genshin over to Unreal, that's like a half year to a year's like, development work, right? Like that's not a small gig, even with a, with a, a pretty veteran team. Like I think the core systems would come over fairly easily, but like just making it work on everything, getting your pipeline set up, that's going gonna, gonna to take a long time. So you know, it's just a, every developer I've spoken to, and I've spoken to over a hundred developers over the past like few days. It's just like, okay, yeah, no, uh, we're we're gonna, you know, our current game is Unity. If they had already started on it more than six months ago, our current game is Unity, and after that, we're switching. Yeah, like it went from the best engine in game development for ninety percent of games, well, seventy percent of games, best engine for seventy percent of games to like the the least trustworthy like you can't you just can't trust them did let me ask you if 
if they walk it all the way back, I mean, they're like, fuck it, sorry, don't, we're going to just take it, we're going to leave it as it was, you know, however long ago, where everybody was happy. Do you think they've made enough bad blood that people will be like, fuck you forever? I'm never <laughs> using <laughs> Unity ever again. Well, damage. Yeah. Damage yeah. is done, man. It's, it's a trust it's issue. It's a trust issue. There's an unsaid, unprofessional trust between the developer and the engine that you can count on them, especially if nothing else to have your back, at, at least not to totally attempt to screw you over. And I mean, that's gone. That's absolutely gone. I mean, a lot of companies, what was it? There's uh, uh, the Slay the Spire devs where like, they put out this big thing about this and at the very bottom, it's like, this is the first public announcement that we've ever made. This is how bad you <laughs> up unity. Like, like it, it's, it's terrible. And you just see, you see like developers getting together and, and issuing ultimatums, You're seeing all this stuff. I mean, it, it really, it's one of those things where if you look at the, what's happened in the last two weeks and you are considering an engine, there's like an intelligence factor where it's just like, how smart of it, how smart is it for us to go with a company that will try to do something like this? And over the next like few months, especially for projects that can easily switch engines that the, like in, in their current state and everything. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if in two, three, four years when we start seeing games come out, you're just going to see u- the amount of Unity plummet. Just plummet as these projects yeah. that are, you know, now deciding which to pick are just like, screw this. We don't want anything to do with that. Yeah, it, it's scary. Like, so, so Zeke, like, the, the main thing you have to imagine is the one way Unity could regain their, their trust, right, mm-hmm. would be to say, we put something in the terms that says we can't change the terms. But they did that. In 2019, yeah, and they quietly removed it in anticipation of this. So even if they did that, we can't trust that that clause will work into the future. So straight up, they they, they wrecked their trust by literally backstabbing. This is literally well, this is a knife in the back. Well, like to that like to that point, there was another like I you know, I don't know if there's how much truth there is to it. But the CEO selling shares before this shit went down, like, is right. that okay? That is okay. that a true statement or is that? Go ahead, Rami. You know more than I do, but no is the short of it. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. The, the, the short is the short is there were shares sold, but it's such okay. a small amount that it doesn't really mean anything. Okay. Like he's been selling for a very long time. <clears throat> it will be hard to pin anything on the on the CEO. Uh, that's uh, okay. that says. The CEO continuously selling is always not a great. It tends to not generally be a great sign. Sure, right. right. So here's the interesting thing. So basically, uh, last it was I think it was like the sixth, about the week before the announcement, he sold two thousand shares. Yeah. Now that of course is like okay, that's okay. Well, you, you kind of the pendulum swings back and forth. Okay, two thousand shares sold before a major announcement. That's damning. Okay, then you look into it more. Well, over the last year, he sold over fifty thousand shares. Yeah. And he sells it every few weeks. Yeah. Okay, well, that doesn't sound so bad. But then you ask yourself, did he know they were going to try this a year ago? And he's just been doing it so slowly so people wouldn't question it? So it's just like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so it's, this, it's a situation where it's like, that sell is not a big deal. Um, CEOs do sometimes get a bunch of, of options when, when, they're, when they're brought in, and then they just treat it like a bank and slowly cash out over time. That, that does happen. But also, it's like, you know, maybe maybe there is something going on here that he knew this was coming and wanted to offload that stock. So, well, you know, it the, reminds the TLDR me of, is we'll never know. We'll never know. 
It reminds me of that scene uh, uh, or that episode of The Sopranos where uh, Tony Soprano's wife, Carmela, was like investing just below like if $10,000 would have to be reported or whatever. So she was investing like $9,900. And like, that's what it feels like. He's, he's selling off just the the right amount. So he can't be get in trouble for it. Yeah. Um, also as, as someone did point out in chat and I I haven't seen this written in anywhere besides Twitch chat. So take it for that. But somebody (laughs) did say he does own over 3 million shares. So if that is Is the case, then that's really not. Is this John Riccatello? Who who is the CEO? I believe it is. Okay, is he's Rick the Taylor. former CEO of, or not former CEO, but he was high up in Activision, right? I think prior to this, he was, was he the guy. I saw this quote floating around. So did where I. Was, That's where I was kind of getting the thing where it's to, like, yeah. if it was up to me, that every time somebody reloads their gun in Battlefield, it would cost him a penny or something. Well, no, no, no. They, he said that we could charge players, or we should charge players, the ability to get more ammo in Battlefield. If they're out of ammo, they should be able to like swipe a card to get there. We go. Yeah, more ammo. Like a legitimate quote. I don't know. I, I would think so. I, I saw that floating around. I don't know, like the the truth to that, but I don't. I don't know that part. What I do know, <laughs> what I do know, is he definitely brought that idea forward to Unity because he's doing the same. He's doing the same thing here right now. Right. He's yeah. Like, now yeah. I have um, I have one question that I that I I really love to to ask and i i hope it's possible okay what happens if devs just refuse to pay is that possible oh and they, so, they would get and, sued yeah. okay, what happens right well it goes to it goes to a, a judge right like court. they'll get yeah. sued and then they'll go to court and then you know if enough of us do it something something might happen there because you know depending on where you are it's not going to be easy to get money from a lot of developers. Like for Unity, it'll be fairly straightforward to get money out of people in the U.S. or you know, in uh, in uh, I think they're in Denmark. Uh, so it will be fairly straightforward for them to get money out of those countries. Like outside of that, you know, good luck getting money from somebody in Luxembourg. Like, you know, I don't think yeah. the courts there are going to be like, okay, yeah, great. Like we're so um, the the inverse <laughs> is a way more interesting question. Um, how many people? Are going to sue Unity because that's a real conversation that's happening. So, so to, to go into a little bit of the of the the, the grapevine and the like unspoken parts of, of everything that's happening is trust is just shattered, right? Like Asko was saying, like the engines are such like I saw a really good explanation by Xavier Nelson who basically said, think of an engine as a diorama. You know, like the, the the four walls and the floor and the roof, and then you put like little things on it on the inside and stickers. Removing the engine is like moving the walls away. Yeah, you still have the stuff, but it's laying on the ground now. And to put it back up, you're gonna want to get new walls, hang everything back up, make it. So it's it's basically the foundation goes right. Um, so for a lot of devs, this is this is literally like life and life and death. Like for some devs, it's literally, I have, I have, like I said, I have over a hundred developers in my mention, uh, in my DMs, and I have over 15 of them that did calculations and said, we will get charged more than we earn. Well, I read that article that you had in the messenger and like <laughs> you, it's like success will bankrupt you. If this model continues, like you get to a certain amount and then you have to pay unity so much that it's like, you don't want like you 
<laughs> like, I don't even know if there's a sweet spot, but like the, the, like if you really blow up, you're fucked. Yeah. And you know, the, the, the weird, the weird part, the part that really annoys all of us is like, they could literally just switch to ref share. They switch to 5% of our revenue. We're good. We're good because we know we'll always earn more than that. Yeah. Like if you take 5% of what we earn, we always have 95% more. The, the, so, like, crazy thing. Unity had to, had to uh, update a few of their clarifications, right? So here's one that I expect they're going to run back or they're going to have to walk back. Somebody asked, what does revenue mean? Right? Like, what counts as revenue? Because there's a, there's a lower limit, 200K in revenue and 200K downloads, right? That's the lower limit. If you're not above those, both of them, it doesn't count. They go 200k gross revenue. That means a lot different than revenue. <laughs> you know how often in the games industry a deal is made where a publisher gives you half a million dollars, and then in exchange you say, until you earn back 750k, we take zero percent. That's most game deals nowadays. Because the publisher puts in 500k, gives it to you, 250k goes to marketing, localization, QA, all that stuff. So until the developer, until the game has made 750k, the developers get nothing. And then Unity wants to go as soon as that number where you get zero off, rids 200k, we're going to start charging you for installs? What money? We're going to take your nothing. There's no money. So Unity came up with a great idea. You can skip this or reduce the bill by using Unity ads. That'll they'll they'll drop it for you. You use Unity ads in your game, they'll they'll you you won't have to pay as much. Oh, so that means like in a mobile game, like an ad pop up is what you're saying. Oh yeah, Would that have been sure. the plan mobile. all along. Maybe gambling is also excluded. Gambling games straight up don't have to pay at all. At all. Anybody under the gambling license does. Do they have pay. a different ga- like? Is yeah, you said gambling license, license. so like it's di- yeah. it's okay, huh? Different license. What's the, do you know the specifics of that license? I'm just curious. I don't. I've I've never looked at it. Okay, but, uh, talk to me about the gambling games you've made, Rami. Let's. Uh, I want to hear about. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for asking those questions for me, JP. Super <laughs> ridiculous slot game. machines. Yeah. I didn't want to look like a like I am. Also, I became a game developer. That counts as gambling, right? Also, I'm sure uh, it, it's happening in chat. Does does do gotcha games count as gambling? They might if they fall under the gambling license. Yeah, I, I think it depends okay. on the country. I have no well, idea. the license, but, I guess, would be Unity, uh, not not necessarily country, because the Unity would dictate uh, within their terms what oh. they they see. Uh, oh, okay. As a a gambling game yep. but so, i would i would be surprised if if genshin was in that but yeah yeah probably not so yeah gambling is not counted i'm sure they have an exception for military and education stuff but like we're not sure so um revenue yep. is ridiculous per install is ridiculous uh ex- their, their exceptions are ridiculous Retroactivity is ridiculous. Charging us for a thing we can't measure is ridiculous. And saying that they're going to measure something that you contact. Like, they picked a fight with the biggest map nerds in the universe. And they went, y'all misunderstood. We can do math, y'all. Like, we, this is like one thing we're really good at. Excel, spreadsheets, numbers, that stuff. We're good at that stuff. 
And the, so their first statement when they were going to walk back was like, oh, so we saw a lot of confusion. What, what do you mean confusion? <laughs> uh, man, shout out to that PR person. Just like, there's a yeah. lot of confusion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go with that is what we're seeing from the, uh, <laughs> the world right now. Clearly, you're yeah. not understanding <laughs> you're this. You're so confused about how all of this works. Let us uh, simplify it for you. See, I, I get that. Because uh, when I'm confused, I I spit and stutter and like and, you know I like hold my head. It's a it's a very similar thing to like what the fuck is why are they doing this to us? It's just insane. I can't believe it. like it's very <laughs> similar like type of thing. Right. I look confused or am I just incredulously angry? Yeah. 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 I can, Incredul- see, the, I can see the difference. I love that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're so, so we're, we just don't know. I mean, the ripple of this is huge. Right, like in the future. I mean, it's probably one of the biggest things in the industry in a decade, if not longer, right? I think it's the biggest thing in the history. Yeah, Yeah. history. But for everybody. It's like, okay, take this, right? Unity is the most common used tool in games education, right? It's a really good tool to start learning on, right? It's cheap. There's good educational license. Thousands of games universities have probably millions of licenses for Unity to use Unity in their school program. And that's why there's so many Unity developers. Let's say most developers are making plans right now to switch out of Unity. What is education going to teach? What happens to those kids that are in school right now, in university right now, just started their first year, their entire curriculum is Unity. Or getting ready to graduate, right? They're going to the final right. year. <laughs> their entire yeah. curriculum is Unity, yeah. Have fun. Because... <laughs> yeah. um, we don't want that. Literally lighting uh, their, their college fund on fire in a lot of right. ways. Yeah. Oh so God. universities oh, that's might so want to switch dude. away, right? Oh. They might switch away. They might say, okay, you know what? Instead of Unity, we're going to do Godot or we're going to do Unreal, right? One, one or the other. Now, uh, some of the larger like AAA-focused schools are already doing Unreal. Yeah. Most, most universities that I've ever taught at, done guest lectures at, like I went to visit, they're teaching Unity. Say half of the developers doing Unity, a quarter of the developers doing Unity are switching away as soon as possible, and the other are switching away, you know, in the two to five years sort of like range, because the company can't be trusted. Right? Okay. So the entire pipeline of student to development collapses, because we now have four years of people coming out of school that do not have the hard skills that we need. Now, Hard skills are weird because we also need soft skills. But like in terms of hard skills, that still means we're going to have to educate a lot of people on a tool set that they aren't used to, Godot or Unreal, right? So universities might be switching halfway through their curriculum. That's also not great because then students get taught Unity first and then Unreal after, and then they're not good at it either. That's also not what we want. So that's a problem, right? So say that entire layer of developers, <laughs> the, do- the dog also doesn't like it. Entire it. layer of developers. <laughs> Just really upset at Unity. Yeah. Um, now it's in trouble. Those companies are in trouble. They have to switch. They delay their games. Like I'm talking to developers who are just like, yeah, we're switching out of Unity. We're switching to Unreal. It's going to set us back a year. We're switching to Godot. It's going to set us back a year and a half. Right? But we have to switch out. There are games that we're going to come out next year that are now 2025. Right? Already. Because people are just like, well, we don't know what's going to happen, but we don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. Um, so say that layer also collapses. 
Now, every game studio is affected because those are trained people that are not going to get a job, that are not going to have a spot in the industry. So we're going to have this this like little ripple effect that starts right now that will ripple two years into the future, four years into the future, like everything in games does, right? So the amount of, the amount of ripple that's happening here is enormous. And then what happens when Unity falls over, right? Say Unity falls over. Every developer that has invested in Unity won't be able to release on, say, a, I don't know, like a, a, a Switch 2, PlayStation 6, Xbox. I don't know how Xbox naming scheme works. What comes after X? <laughs> the Xbox Y. Uh, the triple X. Oh, the triple X. Yeah, ah, yeah. That's nice. Nice. Phil oh, did God. mention that uh, prior to the show once. Yeah, one I, think time that was on. I, said I actually think, it, I, I think they're switching. I think it's going to become Twitter box. Oh. <laughs> nice. Nice. Smart. Very smart to just take over that, that brand, yeah. It's, it's already ingrained Move on in right culture. in, man. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. So, uh, did Unity take the weekend off, Rami? Have there been any updates since <laughs> Friday? Been so, they've been so quiet. It's, it's been so, like, every morning, uh, and I'm sure uh, Zeke and, and Co. got this. Most people were trying to keep track of it. And I would wake up and just be like, well, I guess maybe I can start to like look into the Unity situation. And no, there was so many updates. I was like, I'm just gonna let Rami explain. I can't. Like, I can't keep track of it. There's so like so many different companies. Is, it's ongoing. Yeah. Like, there's no there's no question. With as much as they've tried, they're gonna keep trying stuff. Oh, so they're gonna be like, back God Monday only, with a statement. I only sure. knows. I know. I oh, hope yeah. Rami's schedule next Sunday is clear because <laughs> we're gonna need him back. To, we need him back to, yeah. to be week two. I mean. <laughs> Yep. Like the, the, the scale of this is unprecedented. Like this is everything in the games industry gets touched. It's not just Unity. It's Unreal games. It's AAA games. It's everything. And like on the AAA games, you won't feel it until four years from now. But like Unity switching. So, okay, say so Unity wins, right? They put this through. Yeah. And, and, and we take it, right? Like we, we go, okay, you know what? You know what's bad for us now? Updates. We don't want to do updates anymore. You know what's good for us now? Aggressive DRM. You know what's good for us now? Putting ads in premium games. Because before, a premium game was very simple. We sell you the premium game. 50, pay 60 the bucks. amount of money. Yeah. And then we're done. Now, every sale you make at Infinitum is a financial risk. Forever. Any sale you make becomes financial risk forever. So better put some ads in there, right? Better make 20 cents. It's the only way to make cover sure the, you don't bankrupt yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Um, updates bad, demos bad, early access bad. All of those things are potential risks now. So say it does work out. No more. Like imagine it, paying for a demo. Yeah. You're going to have to sell demos because otherwise it's. As soon as you hit 200K or 1 million, yeah. now you have to pay for all those demos that were sold, right? Or. Demos that get downloaded afterwards. Lies of P might be, a, you know, that's a brilliant strategy right there. If you had made a Unity game, I think it's Unreal 4, but like, if that was a Unity game, they're already getting ahead of the curve right here. Mm. Uh, you know, developers were joking in, in the DMs, like, thank God everybody on Steam just buys games and never installs them. Just like, that's like <laughs> fair. <laughs> this, oh, the Steam sale. Like, Don't gamers, just add me next time, Robbie, for asshole. This. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gamers have been training for this one. Uh, no, but like, um, aggressive DRM, you know, making people like only allow, like, for example, you do a hardware upgrade, 
I don't know how Unity is tracking this, but if they're device fingerprinting, if you upgrade your graphics card and your CPU, that's a big enough change that it might think it's a new install. Right. So, okay, your upgrade now becomes bad. Should we lock your copy of the game to the current hardware config? Financially safer. So what we should do? Here's the thing. If Unity games start doing that, what do you think is going to happen to other games? Oh, yeah. Well, you think Activision yeah. Blizzard is going to go? You think Activision yeah. Blizzard is going to look at that and be like, "Oh, people are getting used to paying for demos, yeah, while we're Bob, not doing that." Bobby's over unique. there, just going like, "Oh, that's oh, so yeah. smart!" <laughs> <laughs> God, why did I think of that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's saying, "Let's do it." I I need, did, Daddy needs a a new yacht. We got to get it. Yeah, we got to get it. Let's charge for the install. Speaking, speaking of rubbing your nipples. Uh, is that what the folks at UE5 are doing right now? <laughs> or... Oh, they're having a great time. Oh, watching <laughs> Unity implode? That, oh, they yeah. had a bunch of like hot tweets, right? That was just like shitting mm-hmm. on what Unity was doing? Yeah, okay. They, they were the oh, Jeff they? Keely to E3 those, for yeah. Unity, basically. Yeah, Jeff T. Yeah, it's a good... good uh... <laughs> yeah. I mean, even Jeff Keeley dunked on Unity. Have you ever seen oh, Jeff oh, yeah, dude. any position on this kind of stuff? Never. I think everyone was. They, that's, that's the meme right now. That's the thing to do, yeah. yeah. Right, it's Unity, uh, finally. Unity in games. We've made it. So, But yeah, no, uh, if this goes on, it's bad. If it stops, it's bad. If it doesn't stop, it's bad. Like, whatever happens It's just the right whole now, thing's bad. Everything's bad. There's what, no good outcome. What happens if... Well, that ruins my, my next question. <laughs> oh, you can't see it. Shit is green. green. That's what green. is the best outcome? <laughs> well... I, I wish I knew. I mean, the minimum is they walk it back, right? That is the absolute minimum because anything less than that is disastrous, right? Uh, but even if they walk it back, I don't. I don't think we can recover from this one. Yeah, like, people are already don't... swapping, right? Like they're already planning to get the fuck off the engine. Oh yeah, yeah. Which just, I wish I could explain just how big of a because I can explain that it's like a diorama and all that, but like. Just the thought for me of switching engine with a team that is trained in the engine. With like, they, I was talking to a team. They just did a hire, right? Really good tech artist, Unity tech artist. Now, tech artists are really rare. Good tech artists are really rare. They're the people that know how to bridge the gap between code and art. They're, they're the people that like write the most beautiful shaders, like performant, runs well, smooth, doesn't kick your game. And like, these are people that do super complex math in like a 60th of a second, right? To get that on your screen 60 times a second. Like this is math that has to be executed so fast and has to do such complex stuff. Like tech artists are worth gold right now. And they're usually specialized in implementing it in one or another program, right? Yes. The tech artists, you know, where they write, they usually somewhere in between, but like, God, these people hired a tech artist that specialized in Unity, and the thing that this person is good at is give them any effect, any visual effect, right? Anything the game needs to look like. That person has spent the last 20 years of their life basically getting better and better, and when Unity came out, they hopped on Unity straight away, and just they've trained their entire life for that. That person is utterly screwed, right? And the people that hire them also utterly screwed. Because they're going to be stuck with a really, really capable person that's going to have to spend a year figuring out how this works in... And hopefully they're as good as that new one. Yeah. 
Like, it's just like 15 years of just like skill just evaporates, right? And so, so switching engine, just the, 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 the skill of this for every studio that's not like the Call of the Lambs death, the Slay the Spire death, like. You were saying that, that Unity is what, like 60 to 70% of the market share for like all video games, right? What, what is second? Is, is it Unreal? I think it's unreal at the moment. Yeah. And then you said the third one, which I'm unfamiliar with, Godot, Godot, Godot. Yeah. So Godot is a new one, actually. Godot is not not very old. Godot is interesting because it's open source, and that um, that does have some interesting uh, implications because Godot is extremely powerful, honestly. And you might have already played some games that are in Godot because there's actually quite a lot of stuff coming out that is is made in Godot at the moment. Yeah. Um, Godot is open source. And that comes with benefits, right? Anybody can update the engine. Anybody can make fixes. Like, you can split off Godot right now, take that version, make your own fork, and develop it in a different direction. You can totally do that, right? Their biggest problem is because it is open source and console and mobile SDKs are not, it's really hard for them to integrate support for that into the engine. Gotcha. Because you would need to do some sort of close source semi agreement with that. So that, that's kind of like their biggest challenge right now. They're figuring that one out like, and, and they will, right? Like their, their market share is growing. And <laughs> I've it's, seen a Godot tutorial go from like 10,000 views to like half a million views over the last few days. So it, uh, to know. go back to the, the mobile stuff, is that because like Apple and, and Android don't let open source run on their platform or what, what is no. the reasoning for that? It's actually the other way around. So when you want to put a game on a platform, right, those platforms usually are in some way using specialized hardware or um, specialized um, software. And to use that software or hardware or their their methods of using the device, yeah. you use something called an SDK, which is a software development kit. Right, right, right. It's basically a collection of code. That you download, and then when you have that code, you can use that code to write to something. So on an iPad, using the gyroscope, for example, you could program that yourself, but Apple has already done it for you. Right. So you just download the SDK, that connects with your code, you write the little bridge between your codes, and what most developers actually do is the part that we write, we call, we, we abstract it. So instead of saying, like, okay, uh, left stick forward, we just have a thing that says move forward. And then we write in that if keyboard, then up key runs this code. If controller, then left stick forward runs this code. If on a touchpad, then the finger moving in this direction. So we abstract our thing and then we use these SDKs and libraries to sort of like do the communication with. Those are usually closed source. Like Apple is not like, oh, this is open source. Anybody can do whatever. No, no, no. Apple is like, this is proprietary information. Right. And for you to. So there's this weird little thing that's happening right now. Where Godot is trying to figure that one out, um, they have. Um, there are some ways of doing it. There's basically a, a, a company um, and some services that now help port Godot games to console. Um, but obviously, a lot of developers would like to do that in house. So until there's a solution for that that is usable, um, that is a little bit of an obstacle. Most developers right now are well better than paying twenty cents per install. Because like literally anything is better than paying twenty cents an install. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. like the inst. I don't know. I really don't understand JP. Like I got to be really honest. <laughs> like I, 
the 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 just the fact that if they just came out after the first day of this and went like, "Yo, we're sorry, ref share, we're sorry," and we're putting the term back, we're putting the term back that says we can't change the thing, and we're getting that lockdown, we're getting that properly locked down, where they're like, "We're just gonna walk this back." It still would have hurt. But it would have been it would have been okay. We would have been okay. It's they're letting it carry over the weekend. Yeah. You know how for a developer that's terrified of their income, of their future, or whether they're gonna have to spend six months unfunded, no game. You think publishers are gonna buy into a Unity game right now when they don't even know what the revenue is gonna be for them? Unity went and said, Oh, actually, no, we're gonna charge the publisher. What? Who how? The publisher don't doesn't sign a contract with Unity. The developer signs a contract with Unity. The, the publisher never signed anything. What are they going to do? Knock on the door and be like, "Actually, you owe us money." Like none of well, this also, makes sense. Like that would effectively blackball any publisher. Like any game using Unity, the publisher would be like, "What do you use Unity?" That was All already right. that Devolver was already out there, like kind of joke tweeting, like, "Hey, what yeah. Unity or or bring your your engine to pitch meetings or something like that." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell, tell us what your engine. And here's the thing: they're not joking. I mean, yeah. they are joking. They are but joking, also but not it's joking. real. It's going to happen. But it's real. It's a real joke because <laughs> uncertainty, uncertainty is poison. Uncertainty is straight up poison. That's why the whole stuff with AI. It's complicated right now. And what Steam is just saying, like, literally no AI games. No AI games because we don't know. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know whether it's legal. We don't know whether it's illegal. We don't know how copyright works. We don't know who owns it. So how about we just don't? No one does. Yep. No one does. And because until we do, Steam is going to say no AI-based games, right? Unity is the, is just basically when they were like, you know what? We want some of that. We want some of that, like just completely being blacklisted from everything. So they just made it completely uncertain what's happening right now. So no, I don't think Devolver is joking. I think they're serious for now. Like, okay, your game's Unity. Yeah, let's talk in you know two weeks when this yeah, thing blows over. Let this thing settle. Do you think yeah. we'll uh, like? Do you think this week is the the end of this saga, or does Unity continue to like kind of double down on a lot of stuff? I mean, I hope they run. I hope they walk it back, but I don't think that's the end of the saga. I think this. this well, damage is, is already done. Is, like walking it back is probably the the like you said, it's the best case scenario. But who the fuck would want to develop? Like, no one's gonna look and start on Monday and be like, "Let's make a Unity game." <laughs> right? That's not a yeah. conversation that's gonna start anymore. It's gonna be like, well, I guess we could look at Unreal or Godot and and move forward that way. That's what everybody's doing. I mean, I know a lot of devs that are, you know, that that, that I've been talking to, they're just like, yeah, install Godot, install Unreal, just trying to see which one fits us better, right? Uh, Epic has this thing called the Mega Grant where they pay developers for certain like things. And one of the things they pay for, or they can have a little bit of the grant available for, is actually porting your game into Unreal. Oh, really? You know how many applications I got from developers that were just like, can you put us in touch with the Mega Grant people? Like, that's dozens. That are just straight up like if Epic has we're money, done. we're done. We're we're going. We're we're going instantly. Yeah. Um. Which, dude, I gotta, if, I uh, gotta, I just gotta like it, like a. It blew my mind, like thinking like, this person who is specializing in porting games from other engines to Unreal is just like, 
Oh shit! Let's go! <laughs> Come on! I got you! Woo! Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like the best day in their life. Um, Fuck. So yeah, it's it's that. It's just complete. No. So yeah, the song. I don't. I think even if this goes through, there will be some sort of legal ramifications because even if Unity walks it back, developers are going to want that clause back, right? And I know of at least two or three different legal challenges that are being prepared right now. We'll hear from those in the next few weeks. So, like, no matter what's happening, this story isn't over. Because even if they walk it back, just the risk of them trying it again, maybe when it's quieter or maybe when people aren't paying attention or them walking it back now to something that we also don't like, but at least it's better than installs. Like, everybody is on high alert. Is there any fucking possible way... To like, if they walked it back to like, fuck, like guarantee, like we'll never do this again. Is there any way to like make that like ironclad, like like get a, I don't know, get a notary to like stamp Even it or their some guarantee. Shit? Like, I don't know. <laughs> they already had that guarantee, and they already went back on it. So it's like, not really. I mean, it's yeah, it's yeah. exactly that. They did it. They did it, and they and they blew that one up. The one thing that made every developer be like, oh, at least they'll never do that again. They went and went like, actually, like you you can't like over actually, like, you know, like Binky promised, like, what what are they going to do? Like, they apparently can do it this time. So, you know, if I have to invest three years of my life, 10 years of my studio into picking a tool, ain't going to be Unity. My last game was a Unity. You know how angry I am? Ridiculous Fishing well, EX is in Unity. That's the other thing, too, is is that... If it's, it's an Apple Arcade. If it's, it's retroactive... Downloads. Stop downloading it. It's not It's not even just, like, future games. It's games that you've already published, right? Like, yep. that's... Yeah, that's, it's anything. So... Anything. Most people would... Th- that result is, well, then we're just not going to sell this game anymore. That doesn't help because you can still install it even if we don't sell it. Then we're People just gonna delist to this game, right? Like, is that the is that the is final straw? Yeah, I is don't that, know. Is that a thing we can do? Like, I can't go to Apple. Like, ridiculous fishing is Apple Arcade. I can't go to Apple and be like, please stop allowing this game. Like, Apple Apple paid us money to develop that game. I can't go to Apple and be like, y'all need to stop. You just you know, I know you paid for this, but you need to like because we're gonna we're gonna be out of business if you keep like. Please stop downloading the game. I just bought a house, guys. Like, please do not download ridiculous. Yeah. Please do not download ridiculous fishing, because I I don't want to sell my house. I'm, Stop I, saying I was the fucking to... name, Rami. Jesus Christ! What are you doing? <laughs> I know this is where you say a developer that maybe you're not super happy with. Right. Well, that's where you promote their game. <laughs> download ninja fishing a lot. <laughs> there you go. Jesus yeah, those, Christ! Those, yeah. those fish likes. I hate those fish yeah. likes. Just. <laughs> Um, Absolutely. so I, I just, I, I wrote down one more question are, okay. Are the higher ups at unity that out of touch that they didn't see this coming or like, did they, did they anticipate this much backlash? Here's the thing. So okay. uh, now we're really getting into grapevine stuff. So I'm going to be a little careful with what I say. I've been sort of like spitting just like, but uh, I have to be a little careful because a lot of the information I have is obviously from people that are close to or involved in. So, okay. So all of this point, from this point, it's hearsay and conjecture. Go all of it. 
all of it. Um, basically, this is a plan that has been in the works forever, right? The idea of earning more money because Unity's old business model was unsustainable. And it would have been sustainable if they had just stayed a privately owned company, but when they went public, they had to grow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And because they had to grow, where they were wasn't good enough. So they basically upskilled aggressively. Um, and uh, because of that, they need to earn much more, right? Um, they don't have a Fortnite, right? Bringing in money. They don't have any other part of the business. It's just Unity, right? And they have an app business and a bunch of weird spyware businesses. Anyway, basic version. They, they they needed more they needed more money, so I wasn't joking about the spyware thing. By the way, Iron Source is like a big. Unit. Oh, I know that was that was another big point of of uh, conversation. <laughs> I think the past week as well. Yep. So, um, in Unity, there were multiple plans, is what I understand. The ref share one, increasing the seats, uh, different like uh, uh, plans for studio sizes or revenue brackets, right? Uh, those kind of things. And one of the ones was this plan. And from what I understand, everybody that, that I know would have probably been involved, and I trust most of these people, is anybody who had heard of this plan assumed that this wasn't going to be the one. That they were going to go for any of the other ones. So and they then, all thought it was a fucking joke. <laughs> I mean, internally, they were shocked. People were shocked. Furious and shocked because a lot of people at Unity are devs, are former indie devs, are people that came from indie dev and started working for Unity, people that started their career on Unity, grew their career on Unity, and literally just like suddenly just basically woke up to this. I, you know, I have people in my people that spend the first two days trying to like calm down developers. I have them in my DMs going like, "You have any other job, mate?" Like they're leaving. Yeah, the, they're about people are resigning. Like, yeah, like just they were just like, I can't do this. I can't. I can't talk to developers. I can't. I, ca I can't tell developers it'll be okay. It's not going to be okay. I need out. And I was like, can you imagine? Like uh, until last last week, Unity was the most developer friendly engine in the world. This was the thing that you start training on as a kid. Like four-year-olds are getting like Unity practice in like a <laughs> kindergarten like experiment. I'm not even kidding, you know, like people like it's wild, man. You know, let's make it count. Like people, this is this is where you start. This is where you build your career, and then you like, and then eventually you end up working at Unity, and then they pull this shit. While you're there, and now developers are asking you, why are you why are you screwing us over like this? Yeah, yeah. Someone was saying, I, someone was saying in my chat too, just for a, a point of comparison, that Unreal has is it four thousand employees or sorry, Epic has seven. four thousand employees and mm -hmm. Unity has seven thousand employees. Yeah, I think that's about right. That's Epic has Fortnite money. Yeah, that's crazy to consider seven thousand employees oh. and like there's no there is no Fortnite. Three and a half. I hope three and a half thousand of those are customer support because Unity also said if anything goes wrong with this and you don't like our numbers, email customer support. Nice. I don't even trust customer support to refund me my parking ticket, mate. <laughs> you think customer support is going to go and be like, ah, yes, yes, 160K? Yeah, we were. We, we were know you have no off. way to check it. 
our algorithm, it was probably wrong. You're right. Here's 160k back, and that happens after you pay. Like it's also gross. Like the, you, you bring out a game, it makes 200k, okay, and for some reason it goes super viral. People start installing it. DRM free goes out. Pirate pirated version gets installed a million times, right, or, or ten million times. Now you owe them what two million or something? Now you owe them two million. You made two hundred k. You think the customer support is going to fix that before the invoice is due? Even better, you know when that money comes in before your taxes and the invoice comes in after your taxes, you pay fifty percent taxes over that money. It it just it can't. It, it, this can't be. Yeah. Like genuinely, this can't be. It's not. It's not right. It's not fair. It's not ridiculous. It, it, it's it just. I don't know, man. It's devastating. This. It, I'm genuinely like, I'm. I'm upset. I'm. I'm not easily upset about things in the games industry. Like I've seen a lot of weird stuff in our industry. I've seen things where I'm like, that's not good for games. This is devastating to the games industry, at scale. For everybody, for gamers, for developers, for publishers, for platforms, everybody. Um, let me let me play the 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 devil's advocate here and and ask you like in the long run, even with all the bad blood, even with all the people fucking jumping ship and all that shit, if the, if Unity institutes this, do they end up making a profit? They end up yep. getting more money. Yep, they will. Like. The problem is most of the games industry, and I tweeted this the other day, but like the, the most of the games industry works under you win, we win. Right? You make more money, we make more money. That's the basic deal of the games industry. Unity went with we win, screw you. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's, That's their, their new thing. That's company and model. Yeah, they're gonna make a lot of money really quickly, right? Because even just the Genshin money, even if it's just Genshin. Well it's I mean, Genshin is like the 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 big one, right? But any, how, how many Anything. would you say like percentage of mobile games uh, of that size? Um, granted, nothing's really of that size. Uh, how many of the like popular mobile games out there use Unity? Is is it as high as like eighty percent? Probably, probably seventy percent. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, most most mobile games are Unity. Like. Remember that one game that Epic did that was on Real One Mobile? That's about as far back as I can remember mobile games. It was Infinity Blade. Yeah, Infinity Blade. That's about, yeah, as, that. that's about as much as I can remember Unreal Mobile <laughs> games. It, there's not a lot of Unreal Mobile games. It's just not. Yeah. It, it's just not. Pokemon Go, Genshin Impact, Hearthstone, Marvel Snap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also interesting to think about, too, the, the way that mobile games uh, prior to launch are marketed is like pre-download available now that if this goes through i don't see them doing that anymore <laughs> because if you have you know 10 30 however many millions of downloads prior to launching before anyone can even spend a cent in game that'll just cost as soon you right as you there 200K, the invoice is going to come in yeah 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 so, uh yeah kind of crazy it's great love it Straight Mario Kart two. <laughs> oh, Mario Kart on, on Nintendo's. Mobile? Yeah, Mario Kart Tour. Is, oh, Tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 not the same, obviously, but it's it's Nintendo has their hat in there. Oh, I mean, I, pretty much every major game. Yeah, 
publisher developer has has something on Unity uh, at, at yep. some point. Whether it's it, it's retroactive, so it's it's not even like current. Um, and we we didn't even talk about the idea that like what does this mean for live service games that are on Unity, right? Live service games are probably the most downloaded games out there because that's how yeah. those games work. <laughs> you play them for a week or two, and then you put them down and wait for the update. Uh, you know the nice thing that Microsoft was doing where they say play anywhere? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That's true. Yeah, that hurts them. <laughs> that hurts them. Let's not do that. You know what would be great, though? Streaming only. If you, don't, you never install it. Saves us some money. Yeah, does, does that anybody act- want to never own a game again? Because that would be nice. Like that would be great in the light of yeah, things. Just see, people love that. Only, you know, I never yeah. thought about that. But like uh, 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 Nvidia, um, what is that? What's that? The streaming game service that you own, but they they install uh, it on their end. You play it. Um, yeah. GFX. Uh, yeah, something GFX. like that. Yeah. Yeah. GeForce. Great. Yeah. G- uh, GeForce Now. Um, GeForce Now. There it goes. There it is. Yeah. Nvidia GeForce Now. Like. I mean, like, if if it helps the developers, like, I'll, I I just I'll look up a list of Unity games. Like, those are the games I'm playing on GeForce now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Stadia like, would have a massive selling point if this goes through, if they still existed, yeah. right? <laughs> Maybe this is a big Unity play to get Stadia back. Well, Maybe it, they made that's, a little like side deal with Google. I've seen a lot of uh, you know people in chat kind of uh, jokingly saying like, you know, maybe someone buys Unity. Is that even a thing where like Apple or a Microsoft or, Microsoft? or yeah. you know, if if everything's kind of a land grab right now, wouldn't you want to get the biggest engine in video games under your company portfolio and probably Maybe for you're cheap? looking to make money, right? Yeah. But Maybe he's taking the stock so much to that it's affordable for someone to buy. <laughs> I mean, how is the stock company? doing? Because it's pretty sadly, bad. Sadly, the last time. Last time I checked, it was starting to recover a bit again. Oh, I, I haven't looked. I looked Not on, direct. like, Friday and saw that it tanked, obviously, on, like, the 13th or 14th when all this hit. But it's uh, Well, yeah, it's minus 2 in the past five days, but it's still plus 1.9 over the past month. Yeah. It's starting to climb again. Like, here's the thing. Everybody's going to realize, everybody that's involved in the stock is going to realize that this is going to make a lot of money for you. Like, it'll tank it the company through, long yeah. run. Yeah. It'll tank the company long run. But it's a public company, so like that's not that's not a concern. Like that's not the. I mean, how much? Like, point. let me ask you this, Rami. If 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 your Unity or or if Unity exists, right, and you have all these companies that are you know on on social media and and uh, being against it, but Genshin, Hoyoverse, Genshin, uh, uh, Honkai Star Rail, you know, like the the big ones, the ones that they're obviously after going after if they're just like okay do they just say fuck it and move forward they're gonna move forward and like here's the thing you know the scariest thing about this i think they're gonna move forward yeah i i think what they're doing is that there's no reason to carry this over the weekend like the amount of uncertainty this weekend has created the amount of time people have had to sort of be scared it's almost like course reversing now is like the worst of both worlds. Yeah. Right. You, you, you screwed everybody over. And then on top of that, you're not getting the money. Like, I don't, I don't think, I don't think they're going to reverse. Like, unless there's a legal challenge that they can't overcome, they might come with like an exemption, right? If you're under 
if you're under an amount of people or like if you uh, I don't know like they'll they'll come up with some condition to exclude most of the people that are upset about this, right? That's probably the play, but I think they're going to go through with it. Yeah. I don't think they're walking it back. Well, which who's is to terrifying. Say, I mean, to me. if you want to get super cynical about it, who's to say they don't already have custom contracts in place with the big ones where it's not I mean, it's, uh, you know, the standard rate of of That's insoles. usually that's usually how it goes. Yeah. Um, you make those people happy the, and you fuck everyone else because fuck everyone else. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I think they tried to screw everybody over, but like, you know, um, then they went and, <laughs> and I, I, I know, I know of secret conversations that have been happening between unity and groups of developers. And I know of like some initiatives that might or might not come to fruition. And I, you know, at this point, there's so much growth grapevine that even I don't feel comfortable just being like, well, I've heard this, you know, normally yeah. I'm like, you know, I can tell you that I heard at unreal. There was a little party. Like, <laughs> you know, I can tell you that. Yeah. Like, that, that's, sure. not, that's not, that's not, um, and I'm sure that unreal might be looking at the opportunity of expanding some of that grant available for porting. Right. Like I, I, those are things, but like in unity, there, there are so many developers just waiting for clarity right now that I don't feel comfortable being like, okay, well, I've heard this. It's like, what if that isn't true? Or what if they're walking back? Like my, my feeling right now is they're going to do it. Yeah. They're, they're going to adjust until people stop yelling and then they're going to do it. Um, and unless developers can give them a real financial, like bunch in the, like, you know, Nether regions. Um, Punch in the dick. Just, oh, we can we can do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> un, <laughs> unless Wait, isn't that can where just, you like, live, though? Don't you live in the Nether regions? Yes, actually, that is correct. Okay. You know what? <laughs> good answer. All right. All right. Bad joke. They can good just, answer. <laughs> if they can just get like a good uppercut, like in the balls, effectively. Um, financially or legally, it might stop. But if not, then, you know, and it needs to be a good uppercut. Like, you know. Well, it, talking so on the if they of, were, oh, go ahead, go ahead, because I'll, I'll phrase I was going to say, if they were stopped in that way where it wasn't their choice, what would that mean at that point? Yeah. Like, if that, if that was, was what ask. it took to stop them. Right. I mean, you know, at that point, I think the directors would have to step down. Just like they lost a lot of money and they lost a lot of trust. And then Unity will install a new board that will try to undo the damage and try to rebuild the trust. And they might get some of that back. I think the entire board of directors effectively stepping down would go a long way towards restoring trust. But, but the likelihood they of make that a happening. lot of money. Yeah. So they ain't doing that. Yeah. I mean, it's the EA guy. Like, I don't know what to tell you, but that person. (laughs) When you leave EA for a company, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) clearly something's going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, Talking on like the size of scale, Rami, uh, I mean, we've mentioned so many different uh, games that are a part of unity. Um, And and you might not have this information uh, at least at your fingertips, but like, Scale-wise, all of the companies that I've seen on Twitter post so many different things about how you know they want uh, Unity to, to push this back. There's, I've seen at least twenty or thirty uh, of those messages. 
Mm-hmm. How close are those people to the scale of like the Hoyoverse? Like, is, is I mean, it oh, apples to oranges? Like, do they even, yeah. is it like a whisper compared to the actual megaton that is this, <laughs> this Goliath? So really there's been, there's been two separate responses, right? There's the Indies. Um, and those teams are usually say like eight to 20 people, right? Those are the ones that you've been hearing from are like, oh, let's yeah. say eight to 40, eight and to 40 ish. Very, right? very well respected games, you know, ma- massive yep. games in their own right. But like, yep. I'm trying, what I'm trying to get across is like, how big is Hoyoverse? Like they're fucking right. stupid huge, Ho- right? Hoyoverse is completely ridiculous. Like yeah. the, the the scale of that is ridiculous. It's also, you know, people often ask me like, you know, uh, don't you, I get this question a lot about voting with your wallet, right? Like, you know, oh, we'll just vote with our wallet. And I, I always tell people like, you are voting with your wallet. All the stuff you don't like in games is there because it makes more money than the thing you do like in games. And it's really sad to realize that. But like, big gotcha, free-to-play, sell outfits, like, you know, updates, like that stuff, that's what sells. Mm -hmm. The stuff I make where you buy you pay it once and then you play it forever, that's not the thing people pay money for. But you know what makes big money? FIFA. With their, like, gambling loot box card, whatever. Yeah. That makes money. That's what voting with the wallet means. We're just we're just outvoted. We're just continuously outvoted. Hoyoverse is an example of that. That game makes more money than any same thing you could possibly imagine. Yeah. I have no idea what the revenue number is now because I just it's stopped. I just stopped looking at just yeah. completely bonkers numbers. There was right? uh, there was one of the the gotchas. That I forget the the name of, but they crossed over one trillion yen, like this past month, which is like just what everything everything when it comes to to um, I think it was fake grand order, yeah, yeah, uh, fake grand, yeah, but you know. I, Pay for a thing and then it works is not what people pay for. What people pay for is it's kind of broken and it has lots of things you can buy and we'll update it once a week or one twice a week with a cute little outfit and then uh, yeah, pay for that. <laughs> yeah, be fair, the outfits are really cute. They're super cute. Let's, yeah. let's, let's yeah, be really real cute. They're, they're, yeah. they're a lot of from the artist. There a lot. Of, they're very. I mean, Nikkei's like the, the got fantastic logic. assets, Rami. Okay, and fantastic. assets. Yes, yeah. Ten out of ten. Anyways, <laughs> he's gone. We've lost him. We'd like to announce I'm, that I'm Drop here. Frames is now sponsored by Unity. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute! What did you do? Rami's gone, I so we, I had to drop. I, I had to drop it. This. I had to drop it. <laughs> <laughs> You're now going to be charged Somehow you're going to make this cent, my fault, aren't you? One cent for every uh, VOD play. I think that's the best way to do it. That's it. But the, can you Obviously. imagine what would happen if Twitch now came to you guys and said, okay, so listen, no big deal, but every view that your videos get from now on, we're going to charge a cent. We're going to charge you for the bandwidth? Oh. Yeah. 
you you yeah. you say that as a joke. That has been like a fear for us for basically the entire time because that's yeah. how like Twitch this whole like ads thing and how Twitch is trying to make more money and how Twitch is not profitable and those all discussions. It's kind yeah. of like, well, what's going to happen when Twitch one day decides like, yeah, you want to stream in the platform? Well, you're going to pay us for that. Mm -hmm. Like, there's not going to like yeah. this whole like we're going to take your sub revenue. No, no, no. We're just going to ratio take however much you cost well, us direct. So you know, you want to yeah. you want to know what might inspire them to do that? Unity getting this say, oh. if this works. Yeah. If this works, it works, right? Like what are y'all gonna do? Go to what was the competitor nowadays? I don't remember what the competitor We're was. We're all gonna go to Kit or anything yeah, else. We're all gonna right. go I don't to wanna go to punch.com. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so just saying, like it these are things like if they get away with it, it it's gonna really suck. It's gonna suck for games because well, it'll have a ripple effect in every industry, yeah. Oh, but like in games, like the the Oh, I can, I can already... guarantee you the Bobby Kotick thing you were doing, that's one hundred percent accurate. Yeah. I would also 100%. say like if it, the the Max is the Warner Brother media group of the world, Discovery, whatever the, the streamies, streamers rather, not us, but like the people that stream or have streaming platforms. Not Twitch, but I'm saying like Max, Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. What if you like could only watch those films if you paid X cents a view, a play, a start? And now it's no longer monthly. It's, oh, you're going to pay five cents. If you want to binge this entire season, well, that'll be five bucks, right? That will be towards and It the kind users. of already exists, yeah, but it'll be on the user side, not necessarily the, right. yeah. This is aimed at the creator side, at a thing that the creators aren't earning money from. And that point, was just Spotify, a pay-per-view. Spotify, yeah. How fast Spotify would implode if they said every musician now has to pay a cent per listen? Yeah, I Makes mean, no I can see so many other industries uh, yeah. doing that. Yeah, yeah, it would it would ripple uh, through all of them if they could somehow. Uh, I would say that like the gaming industry is probably the one that gets the most up in arms about this stuff that I know of. Uh, granted, I'm in it, so maybe I'm just not in I mean, those other industries. So if they can know, sneak it by all of us, then everyone else just could be like, fuck, they're making a lot of money. We're, we're not as well organized. Like, you know, you're watching the movie situation with the strikes. And sure, like, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they're very good at organizing. And the, those are very old unions. But like in the games industry. Decades, yeah. We haven't. We haven't quite figured this stuff out yet. I'm seeing somebody saying pirate life is back on the menu, boys. Like, please do not pirate our games because we don't know if that counts as an install. <laughs> we straight up do not know if that counts as an install. If it counts as an oh, install, just please, whatever version of the game you're downloading, please stop installing our games. Stop playing our games, them, please. Just backlog only, okay? Like, you want to buy our games, backlog, nothing else. Okay? If you want to play a game, buy an Unreal game. Okay, You want to buy a game to support Crazy. the devs but never play it? No, offline only doesn't help, y'all. Stop stop it. It's installs. Do it do, do it like you would a movie. Mm -mm. Just go to Wikipedia, read the plot, and then move on yep. to the next one. That's it. That's it. If you, really want to, if you really want to feel like you played the game while reading the Wikipedia, just grab your controller and just press buttons. Okay, just pretend, but do not install, please. Like, for, straight up, like I'm actually not even kidding. Please do not install Ridiculous Fishing EX right now. <laughs> what yeah. is I just, what is the easiest way to see? Know. Like, 
Because I download and install a bunch of indies like every week for Indie Day. Like, what is the best way to see which ones are Unity and which ones aren't? This is one of my favorite stories about Unity and Unreal. So, Unity and Unreal have very different strategies, right? So, if you get an Unreal game, right? You know that splash screen at the start? Because gamers don't know what, what, what engine you're using, right? Yeah, there's no way to know. Like, you know, a developer could look at it and be like, "Okay, yeah, sure, I, 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 that's probably Unreal, or that light looks like that." So, you know, when you boot up a Unity game, and it's not a commercial one, it shows the Unity logo. But when it's a commercial one, it doesn't. What do you mean by commercial one? Can so you know, the, the big, logo is the part big, of the commercial the big Unity game. Oh, the big okay, Unity yeah. games, like all the lamps, it doesn't start with showing Unity. Right. Right? So Unity's commercial contract says that you can turn off the Unity logo. If you don't have the commercial contract, you don't have the pro license or the, uh, the, the um, a plus license, you have to have the Unity logo at the start. Unreal huh. has the opposite. If you use the free version, you can't use the Unreal logo the start. But if you use the pro version, if you have a, a license with them, you have to put the Unreal logo. So here's what people started thinking. They started thinking the, un, the Unreal logo means quality video games because it was always in front of games with commercial budgets. Fuck, that's actually right. And people right. started <laughs> attaching the Unity logo to like hobbyist things and people that made a game on I their mean, first I, try and look, put it on I, the internet. I'm not even trying to hide it. I, there, I've started games on stream and been like, oh shit, this is a Unity game. Unity game. Yep. It's straight wow. up. Yeah. I didn't even realize yep. that or think about that. Knowing that, that's wild. Yep. It's literally, you get the Unity license, you can drop the logo. So every developer goes, eh, we don't like that. Let me delete that logo. Huh. Because at some point, the negative connotation got so bad that we just don't want to show the logo. Sure. They're like, we hide that. We didn't. Oh, Unity. Oh. Yeah. Unreal? Go there. Put it in front of it. Because now you're like with all the big games that are paying you well, like big uh, Unreal bucks. We we saw that with, uh, I mean, there was a fairly, at least in, in our socials, there was a fairly uh, significant conversation around um, Armored Core. With like, why isn't yep. this game made in Unreal Engine? It looks bad. This game looks dated. Like, why can't they just make an Unreal Engine game, or or make this an Unreal? Like, that's that in effect right there. Uh, can I can I have two minutes? <laughs> sure. You get, you got forty uh, ish. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. Please listen. What I'm gonna try and explain this once. Okay. An engine, an engine, is like um, it's like Lego blocks, right? Mm-hmm. It's like Lego blocks, and um, every game sort is of Unity has the own. Roblox then, or wait, not Roblox. What's the oh no? It's no. like the Duplo, the like really big, like you know, the the bigger one, right? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. 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 Um, engines are not one thing; they're many things. They're graphics rendering, <laughs> their network code, their input code. They are the way you structure information. They're the way you you structure scripts. That way your team collaborates. Every engine in the existence of video games is built for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Unreal was originally built for shooters. 
high graphics, fast rendering, fast moving stuff. You know what Unreal is really good at? Fast moving, high quality graphics, fast rendering stuff. That's what Unreal was built for, right? Unity was built for smaller educational purposes, mostly, right? To teach people how to make video games. And it mostly leaned towards mobile. So a lot of the functionality in Unity is pointed towards mobile. But it also counts for every other engine, right? EA's engine and Frostbite, right? That originally was, let me remember what that was. That was a shooter engine as well. It was, battle, it was a shooter engine as well. Battlefield, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was Battlefield. Yeah. So if you wanted to do a racing game in Frostbite, the guns had a car. The cars had a gun. It was invisible. You wouldn't render it. But that engine literally did not know how to render a character without a gun attached. Right? The Bethesda engine, right, Basically. is optimized for that specific purpose. Big open world RPGs. It loads in chunks in a very smart way. Every engine has a purpose. And moving things from one engine to another might just straight up not work. It might just not be possible because that engine isn't built for that. Now, we can rewrite the engine to do it, but it will be, you might as well use another engine. That's right? time and money so at that point, yeah. Every engine sort of has a purpose, right? And that purpose is a combination of what it was meant to do and what gets built on top of it. And now over the years, a lot of companies, when they use one engine, they make their own little Lego blocks and those get added on top. And then when you make a new thing, you already have to start to work with. So it's very easy to just go, okay, you know what? We're doing a new fallout. But it makes sense that when I, because I saw this discussion about Starfield a lot, why isn't this? Why isn't this? Why isn't this? It's because they literally had 20% of the game there already. And doing it at something else would have delayed that game by another 75 years. Yeah. Like all of us would have been like on like, we would be in an era where all of us were like gray and like grumpy. Well, and I mean, there, like, some of us oh, are already there, Rami. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm getting there. Anyway, um, every engine has its own its own strengths, and most developers are mostly trying to sort of like hack their way around the edges of engines. So if we can just please stop if this was in this engine, like it would not have been better. I can guarantee you right now, whatever engine the thing was developed in is the only way that game got developed. Because any other engine, the team that made it would have had to learn how to use it, and the game just wouldn't have been made because that's too expensive. You're not going to put a team that has practiced in the Bethesda engine for 15 years and go like, you know what? We have a crazy idea. How about you all learn Unreal? It's going to be great. Like, No. No. You want to switch to Unreal? You do a shooter. That's how you learn Unreal. You do the thing it's good at. That's it. So, engines, mm -mm, stop stop discussing engines. Just straight up stop discussion. It's a useless discussion. It's straight up a useless discussion. Yeah. Because games, we don't we don't go and go like, what can our engine do? We It's not a discussion we're having. It's just like, what the engine can do is usually what we're good at because we've built stuff on the engine that we're going to use. Like, it, you can't switch. You can't flip it around. You can't... You know what's a useful conversation is what if another developer made this game? That's a fun one. 
that's fun to think about. Different prioritizations, different like strategies, different engine. Absolutely. But the people that made the game doing that game? No. Absolutely. I would love to see what a Ubisoft version of Armored Core would have looked like. I probably wouldn't have liked it more, but like I'd, I'd like to see it. Yeah. I would like to play a big big robot punchy game by Ubi. I'll play it. See what it looks like. Make it, sure. make it Ubi Toronto. So, they did that cool spaceship game. Yeah. I just I just went through like the last twenty games on my Steam list that I've that I've played and installed. And seventeen of them are Unity out of twenty. And do I need to apologize? <laughs> did, did, well, did, did you install them? Who's my longer going to? <laughs> yeah, they are. They're installed, and I've, I've played Look, minutes of them. Every, every I told you, not every in, Saturday. No, stop it! I didn't just do it. Every Saturday, the last two Zeke weeks is bankrupting a bunch of indies. He's just yeah. throwing them out of money on Indie Sunday. It's fuck, it's man. What Honestly, do I do as a gamer I, um, that downloads and installs a bunch of games? What do I do? It's insane. I gotta say, I expected better than you. Than yeah. yeah. I know! Yeah. I thought you loved video games. Yeah. I thought you loved video games. It's wild. Uh, That's wild. It was really... Uh, uh, yeah. not, not that we're done with the, the Unity conversation by any means, but I, you brought up the, the Hollywood and SAG-AFTRA briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a tie-in to that as now uh, the SAG-AFTRA president, uh, Fran Drescher, is urging members to approve the strike authorization against video game companies as well. Um, so that means any, like, basically voice acting uh, members that are part of SAG-AFTRA will, will no longer be promoting or, or working within the industry whatsoever. And I think that's a large majority of voice actors. I think yeah. most of them are a part of SAG-AFTRA. So... Yeah, that could come the, this next week or so. Um, I mean, you know, that last time the voice actors striked, I actually like worked on their side to work on an indie contract and like figuring out sort of like how to communicate with the games industry because it's a tough one. You know, like a lot of people don't like the idea that there are people now holding up game development, but like it's needed. Like this industry is not this like. To zoom out a little on uh, on Unity, this industry is not well. It is not doing well. Video games well, is I, in the worst spot I've seen it in forever. I think you look at what happened with Unity, and that <laughs> that whole situation is is a great example of what this industry is currently in. Right? Like it, yeah. it would be completely different if there was uh, organizations and and groups built around making sure that shit can't happen or won't happen. Um, instead it's, it's just like a large amount of outcry on social media and that's kind of it. And, and some back, back like there's some conversations happening behind the scenes, but there's no unifying group out there with one collective voice. It's a bunch of Twitter messages. Ultimately a bunch of, well, it's a bunch of, you know, like it's basically people like me using their Twitter to make clear that to, to spread this. But there's no, like, we don't have a centralized way of saying, like, okay, you know what? We'll just all turn off. So, the, actually, we talked about the two responses, right? The one response is the indies, and that's a relatively small part of the industry when it comes to, to Unity. But the second part is a bunch of the really big mobile developers have and publishers have said, okay, we'll turn off the Unity ads in our games. I saw that, yeah. Turn them off. Just straight up going to turn them off. 
That's billions of downloads that have now turned off ads. What? Like that's that's a lot of money. I don't know. The industry is in a bad place, and it's it's weird because like the the best example of what happens when the industry is in a good place just came out. Right, Baldur's Gate three is what happens when the games industry, privately owned, lots of time, good funding, ability to to build on their expertise over years. That's how you get video games like that. But the ridiculous thing is, none of us can do that. None of us can do that. There's not a, that, that, a lot of people are like, why aren't more games like Baldur's Gate three? We can't. How do you make Baldur's Gate three? You need to you, you need a time machine. Go back fifteen years in time. Start your studio. Somehow make just slightly enough like hit size that you can grow your studio a little bit, and then when you have the the, the reputation, find a way to get the IP that you want to work on. There's the industry right now. The gap is too big between starting and getting to where where Larian is. Like you, you can't make that leap. There's no way of doing it. Like people starting now, they need like two million in funding to make an indie game. Like Call of the Lamb, good luck competing with that. That's not even a big game. You yeah. need two mil to make a game that is like that. Ah, uh, mil. Yeah. The fact that I can that I am I'm I'm a I grew up a poor boy. Right? I grew up with like a mom and dad. Dad's a teacher. Mom worked in bureaucracy things, right? We didn't grow up with a lot of money. Like I get to go on holiday once a year to Egypt because that's where the family lived. The fact that I say the word mill, talking about million, right? As if it's the most normal thing in my life. <laughs> That's how big the games industry has gone. When I started, sure. duck noodles was what I talked about. You buy two packs of duck noodles and you can work a day. Now I'm sitting here going like, yeah, so I think 1.5 mil would be a good budget for the game. What do you mean 1.5 mil? I don't even recognize myself talking about the budgets that you need in games right now. It's terrifying. But it means that the publishers have too much control. It's not the developers that are making the games. It's the publishers telling you what games we can make. And I love Devolver. But like, and I love Raw Fury. And I love, like, I love a lot of people there. But the effect they have on the industry is that smaller groups of people decide what games get made. Game Pass decides what games get made. Devolver <laughs> decides what games get made. Because I can't compete with Dog Noodles anymore. Like, you know, two people started Vlambeer. We just ate cheap noodles, and so we could make games. And then every game did a little better, and that's how we made Valambia for 10 years. But, like, a, a, a Baldur's Gate? No, hell no. That's what? How long did they work on that? Six years? Six, seven years, yeah. Yeah. There are 400 people? Yeah, right now, I think that's what they scaled up so, to. Say, say a salary. Who has a calculator? Say a salary is 2,500 euros in Belgium. Or say 3,000. Say 3,000 euros. 3,000 euros times 400 times six. What is that number? 7.2 million. Mm. And that's, to, to get there, you need to train all those people the 12 years before it. Wait, 7.2, that's, that's 7.2 is... Uh, well, the, the, it wouldn't be... Okay, never math on stream. Roll number one of stream. <laughs> right. You have to times I, I feel 12, like you right? forgot something. You would have yeah. to times you're, it by 12, right? Because it would be 3,000 per month. So it's... Yeah. It's 36. It's most yeah. Well, I mean, 
with the Larry it gets crazy. Though, I, I think those. I think that argument is mostly to like the you know the rock stars and the blizzards and the things like that in terms of quality. I I would hope that people understand that that Larry is not something to be compared to indie games or, or anything of that nature. But I mean, you do have companies like Owlcat that aren't coming close in terms of the AAA, but you know the content and getting their their niche. And I mean, arguably Owlcat might be Larry five or six years ago and kind of on their way to becoming that kind of more specialized company. And there's other companies that are kind of, you know, in their own genres that are making strides in that, in that regard as well. But I mean, what do you think of things like Kickstarter and, you know, the, the rise that we're seeing more like angel investment opportunities and things like that. I mean, there's still, there's still money going into the gaming industry. Do you think it's maybe more of the fact that you now need to wear that financial hat just kind of stay relevant and, and up publishers? You just need more money to stay to keep up with the publishers, right? Like because like Blizzard publicly owned, right? So like they don't have their free will. They're they're effectively like puppets, right? Uh, Larian is private. It's just a, a game, a private game development studio with eighty million funding. That just doesn't happen. Like Blizzard can't touch it. They just straight up can't. Like they they cannot do a Baldur's Gate three. Because they have money people sitting at the top deciding what needs to happen, right? Like, we're not, we're not in a good spot. Like, money-wise, the, the, you know, the fastest... Kickstarter is risky, mate. Because think of yeah. it this way, right? You want to do a video game, and you, and you need... Uh, ten, you, need you need several... Who knows? You need, you need several million dollars, right? You're talking so to you me right two, now, right, Rami? That's who you're... Right. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. Kickstarter is crazy, right? It's wild, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but is, is the... <laughs> If if you want to get money, right? You want to get money from a publisher. You go to a publisher. You say, "Can I have three million? The publisher goes, "No." Now nobody knows they said no. So you can go to the next publisher and ask, "Hey, can we get three million? And then they say no, and then you keep moving on. You do a Kickstarter once, and they make the amount of money. You're done. You're never talking to anybody about money again because you put it in the public. And if you fail in public, that's end of story. You will never get a it single dollar with from you. anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're done. Like. If you succeed at your Kickstarter, yeah, that's good news. But then you have to figure things out. And if you were short on finances or anything, whatever happened, you're still going to fail in public. And that's harsh. Like That's the thing that, that sticks. That's, you know, the, so Kickstarter is risky. So for a lot of developers, when it comes to making those choices, they, they don't. The, the Kickstarter is not really an option anymore. Like, it's you need to get funding. So... Um, to get funding, you need to make something that the publishers want, but the publishers don't have money at the moment because the economy got bad and money is expensive, so nothing is getting funded. Like, I, I help developers get funding, mate. Like, I've never seen a drought like this. Like, games where I'm like, if, I, if the people in this audience could see some of the games that I've worked with that just can't get funding, they'd be funded. They'd be funded like, because people would look at it and be like, oh, my God, I want this. But the publishers right now are scared. They're terrified. They're not funding anything. So, you know, it's even if, like it's even more unfortunate because you see like some publishers that are taking this shotgun approach with their games, and they'll just keep releasing like game after game after game after game, and none of them are gaining traction. Yeah, and they just yep. keep trying to push them or like, and then yeah, it's it's definitely an unfortunate situation. Just because I would love for you to clarify a little bit, a little bit about this. So when you were saying like Blizzard couldn't make a Baldur's Gate three, 
is the argument right. there that the people at the top would not want to put the resources necessary into the game to make it of that quality level because they know they wouldn't get their return essentially so yeah the risk is too high and b the amount of legacy knowledge that you need to make a Baldur's gate is is also too long like the churn at a at a uh, an activision blizzard is, is relatively high right senior leadership tends to stay but like people in between tend to leave a little faster so if developers stay there for five to ten years that that'd be pretty rare um larian is like a purpose studio there's not a lot of purpose studios like studios where from the start they've had this one goal and like you could argue that the goal was Baldur's gate 3 right from like the start of Larian, this is what they've been doing. They've never shied away from that goal. Like this is it, the RPG to to overcome all RPGs. And so they've hired for that. The people that work there, they work there for that. The salary that I just mentioned, three K, that's a European salary. That's thirty six K a year, yeah. right? Like. You listen to a U.S. studio and you try offering 36A, that ain't happening. All of the developers at Larian could make three, four, five, six times as much by just moving to the U.S. And they don't because this is the studio. This is what they want to do. And they never shy away from that goal. They're laser focused. That ain't Blizzard. Passion, though. Yeah. yeah. Good point. The, the Blizzard can't do that. Developers are getting moved around projects. Oh, you're working on an RPG? You're working on a card game now. Actually, it's going to be a shooter. We're killing the shooter. Actually, it's an RTS again. Like, yeah. you follow know, people the trends or whatever. Because that makes money and yeah. it's less risky. So you got that weird situation where actually companies that make five, six, seven times as much as Baldur's Gate ever is going to make cannot compete with Larian. Like, Larian is a unicorn. There's nothing like Larian in this industry. Um, well, you know, there's a few. Like, uh, you might argue it, Hoyo Games is fairly thing. similar, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, well, I mean, in terms, I think you're absolutely right. I think, like, there's some, but they're not in the same genre. That's for sure. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I see exactly what you're saying with that. So, um, that that's kind of the, the, the spooky part about all this is, like, a healthy industry would be pumping out Baldur's Gate 3 quality games. Like a healthy version of this games industry would be making games like that because people would start a studio with a purpose of making a specific kind of thing and they would just get better at doing that specific thing year over year over year. And you can see it, like, right? Look at No Man's Sky. The people that work on No Man's Sky are the people that work on No Man's Sky. They're, as far as I remember, they're still private, right? Um... So they can just do whatever the heck they're doing. Which is why No Man's Sky went from being what it was to where it is now. They just they just keep investing their money into it. The developers there, as far as I know, most of the core team that worked on the original is still there. And they're getting better and better and better at making No Man's Sky. And it's, you want to know how good No Man's Sky is? I mean, with no disrespect to Starfield compared to Starfield. Sure. Right, yeah, like they're completely different games, but the sense of scale and scope that No Man's Sky grabbed was what Starfield tried to grab. It's just when they started on Starfield, there was no No Man's Sky, there was no way to imagine. Like, yeah, Starfield is a lot more like hard sci fi look, so there's empty planets, but you know, if No Man's Sky had come out five years earlier, I think Starfield would have stolen a bunch from there, yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, I'm just, I'm tired, man. <laughs> it's I've been had, a week for you, man. Yeah. It's been a week. It has been a week. It has been a week. Oh my lord. Uh, I would be uh, upset if I didn't at least mention some of what's happening uh, in Destiny with you on the show. Uh, for those unaware, Destiny right now is is dealing with its uh, Destiny Two is dealing with probably the biggest uh, exploit. I guess is a proper term for it. Um, but Bungie has basically just come out and said, like, yeah, we can't really fix it. The quote literally said, go and have fun uh, this weekend, and we're going to try and figure it out. Um, the short of it is, in weapon in, in Destiny 2, you can craft weapons. Uh, there is a exploit that was found through manipulation of uh, slowing your game down enough to when you're crafting a weapon, you can apply exotic perks to normal weapons, which is not something that can be done. Um, so the game is completely fucked right now. Just utterly busted. Like, I can't actually put this. It is it is the this unity is like- of video games right now. <laughs> <laughs> this, wow. is, uh, this is currently where uh, Destiny 2 is at. That is a... SMG firing grenades at rapid rate. Uh, you can solo as they do literally anything in the game uh, without any real tribulation uh, or or uh, difficulty. Um, there, this is only one version of it. There are so many different guns. Uh, another version of it is that people have taken a uh, machine gun which has a 900 uh, RPM fire rate. And in said machine gun, they have replaced it with, instead of machine gun, it fires 12 shotgun pellets each shot. And so you're effectively firing, do the math, out every single second, whatever. Uh, There's people that have taken linear fusion rifles, which are a single shot weapon that does a shit ton of damage. And also applied the shotgun to it. So then it fires 12 single shot massive weapon things. And they're like three shotting raid bosses. And by three shotting, I mean shooting three times. <laughs> and <laughs> Actually killing, three shotting. And killing a boss. Um, so it's, and, and like effectively Bungie has no way of dealing with this. They did tweet out that their plan is to turn off all weapon crafting within the game and then then get rid of all the other and then get rid of all the other guns that basically turn off guns that were crafted with that exotic perk is i think how they're going to try and fix it yeah but like i mean we'll see what happens it's fucking wild pvp is a nightmare right now it's amazing oh is it even it's stupid oh it's everywhere yeah you'll it's in every facet of the game raids pvp dungeons everything uh, it's completely busted. And so if, if you're at all curious or to be honest, since they're not going to ban for any of this, uh, if there's something that you really want to farm or do that's difficult and you want to use the easy way to do it, that was a great time uh, to jump I, in. <laughs> I love Destiny. It's really wild. Yeah. Um they uh, they just announced that they're extending the delay. But yeah, no, I mean yeah. this is one of those things where 
as a game developer, really all you can do is just sort of like, huh? Oh God. You know, like I, I, rem- no, dude, I this can is like 100%. Black Friday for Destiny, bro. This is like all bets are off. Let's fucking go raid. Yeah. Let's fucking do this. Whoa. Yeah. People are having a great time with it. But like the, the beauty of these kind of bugs is that they'll be remembered fondly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like it, it breaks the game, right? Not even like a large part of good game development is we, we create friction, right? We, you want things and we don't <laughs> give them to you. That, that's our job. Right, that's literally our job. Is you want this, you can't have it, right? Um, and this is what happens when you can have whatever you want. This is this is what happens. So it turns out this is great for a little bit, and then it turns out literally everything in the game is no longer fun because you can beat anything by staring at it. So yeah, uh, the, the the fun will be fun for about a week, actually, probably a few days. Well, that's and a- then. It, it, it's over. It's scary, right? Because if they can't fix it that fast, what the fuck does that game become? Right? Like right. when all of your content is completely nullified yep. of any difficulty and in a lot of ways worth. Yep. Why the fuck do you play? Right? PvP like, is no longer fun because like Lily PvP is just like whoever has crafted the most meta thing imaging and then if you haven't done the bug, you're just out. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I mean this is great. I love it. I'm I'm so happy this is here. I'm also really happy that they're treating it like um a fun weekend. Yeah, they're right? just like, kinda okay. like have huh. fun. That yeah. is that oh. is I've seen a lot of people very angry about it. It's a that seems like a very cathartic view. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Bungie, Bungie is officially saying. Yeah. Just have fun. Yeah, the, the community yeah. is the Destiny community. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, people will be angry. Well, like, I mean, I saw how, how would you feel if, like, you spent hours and hours and hours and hours and hours grinding to get this or that, the other thing, and then this weekend, you know, uh, Joe Casual schlub guy, fucking, he's like, I just did all the raids and got all the things. Yeah. yeah, no, I that's mean, gonna, that, that's going to make some jealous ass people pretty angry, but yeah, I'm right. fuck those guys. Fuck those guys anyways. A hundred percent. It's going to be well, like, seriously, I mastered like the achievement the, should be yours to cherish. That's right. Yeah. I, I did this triumph thing or, or whatever in the game. Oh, but when'd you do it? Oh, I did it yep. uh, September 16th. Oh, so you yep. didn't do it. You cheated. <laughs> ah, yep. So self found by the way. Yeah, yeah, it's it's That's gonna right. become that. So it's absolutely yeah. crazy. This is uh just to give a shout out, this is uh Dado's video uh for anyone that wants to watch it, just D-A-T-T-O on YouTube. You can go find it. He put up a bunch of uh different versions that uh he saw on Twitter of, of just this is, uh, mayhem. This is incredible. I just I really love this stuff. I saw somebody in the uh, in the chat asking how a bug this big gets found this late in the game. The honest truth probably is probably added, right? It was either added or just never found. It's a pretty like, obscure the, thing. So yeah. the original, the the way that it was found from what I was told, and I'm chat will probably correct me or, or say if this is correct. People capped their FPS at 30, limited the bandwidth that the game used to a certain threshold, and then had a third-party program slow the game's loading down. So that when you go and craft a weapon, you would highlight the exotic weapon first with the exotic perk and then swap over to the craftable weapon 
and the crafting system fast. And it would show the first gun's perk because it wouldn't load fast enough. And you have right. to hit accept so it just pushes through. So, like, I don't know I mean, how I've, you find that because that's insane. Like, that's that's an insane process to just, right. like, happen upon. Stumble upon, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. apparently it had been in the game for uh, like 18 months or something. Yeah. Uh, when it, when it was like first founded, no one really talked about it. And then yep. it like popularized this pack past week and just spread through the entire game. Um, yep. Wow. That's, that's how this works. Like it, I think that people often think that bugs are like these things that we could have just found. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't QA find that Rami? What's your answer there? Huh? Well, I guess they, uh, I guess they were they were doing other shit. They're probably just not paying attention, right? Just I think what it means is they're bad and they work. should feel bad. Yeah, they, they get, yeah those they're, QA they're, people are getting paid they're, too yeah. much. They really need. Is there to any chance their, we can yeah. sue them? Yeah, we should yeah. really take them out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, their their punishment is they all have to use Unity now. Oh. No, but um, For eternity. The, That's it. Yeah. The. Uh, the honest truth, like bugs are wild, mate. Like I, I, you know that in certification for one specific console, there was a a bug that you had to check for, where you plugged and unplugged your controller really rapidly. You had to do that. You had to make sure your game didn't crash when you did that, because apparently that cable for the controller, this is cable's controller error. Yeah. Uh, if there was a crack in it, it would sometimes just send like the connect disconnect really rapidly, and if that would crash the game, that was bad. So. They had us sit there and just go like, wow. with a controller. Uh, in some cases, yeah, that wasn't every game. I'm, like, sure that was a, I'm sure there's a thousand like horror stories of QA stuff that has popped up. Oh, that stuff is wild sometimes. Think about, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But like when you then hear the bugs that make it through, you're like, how do we not? How do we not find that? And it's like, <laughs> well, nobody was dumb enough to try that. It's like, oh. Okay, like very often it's just because we have an idea of how the game gets played, and QA is really good at ignoring their own sense of what the game is supposed to be and playing it as if they're somebody else, right? They're they're right. super good, but even then, like people do the wildest stuff, man. Like I just sometimes I watch videos of people playing my games, and I'm like, you, you what? Yeah, you know that Nuclear Thrones world records are all using. A thing we added to stop people from continuing past it. We added an enemy that self-resurrects and drops lots of XP. But like, unless all enemies in the level are dead at the same time, you can't continue to the next level. So we add an enemy that drops lots of XP, but not much health. So you're probably going to die. Um, and then you have to kill all of them at once, which is pretty much impossible. So you're definitely going to die. We called them endgame fuckers. That's literally what we called them in code. Uh-huh. Turns out we added a weapon that uses XP as ammo. So, yeah, turns out if you have that weapon... Kind of works. Kind of helps. They're, they're, you kind of wreck everything. Yeah. yeah. Not a thing we put together in them. We weren't like, oh my god, okay, yeah, if we do that, we were just we were just watching. We were like, okay, loop three, and they're never going to give it. Oh god. Oh, oh god. And then they were at loop 12. I'm like, what? excuse me? Yeah. We Some, kept it. Someone in... Uh, it- Agelian in chat says, uh, look at Baldur's Gate 3. In the first week, there was 22,000 years of playtime. There's no way QA can compete with that. Like, Kind of kind of yeah, true. You can't. <laughs> like, how do you QA, test for that? 
Kind of impossible. You are incredible. Yeah. And it's all the different configurations and the different computers and the different players and the different internet connections. Yeah. The different like computer speed. Like that bug would have happened naturally to somebody who had Steam open, was playing on 30 FPS, um, was downloading something in the background, and was on a tricky satellite internet phone connection. That yeah. would have just happened naturally to them. And I don't know who found this bug. No, I, I don't. I don't think that there is anyone that but, claimed that they found it. Yeah, but like that would have just happened naturally. Like I don't know. Was it IGN that had that series for a while where they were showing? Uh, they had the developers. And, yeah, uh, that series is great. Yeah. I don't know why they stopped it. Uh, they might have just ran out of games or, or developers that were willing to mm-hmm. just like watch their games be deconstructed in front of them. Uh, yeah, because that's what it was. I, I forgot what that series was called, but it was really good. Uh, the the speedrunners IGN stuff. So often, as developers, you're just watching people. Like uh, sometimes I watch Joe playing games, and I'm just watching it. I'm like, "Would the developers not gonna like that? <laughs> not gonna like that." And sometimes you're like, "Oh, developers gonna be very amused by that." Like we're just often sitting there and just being like, eh, uh, "Oh no!" <laughs> it's like the most common feeling I have watching people play my games. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Yep. Well, we need to wrap up. Rami, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, we hope that we don't have to bring you back on to discuss the trials and tribulations of Unity, but uh, Monday is a new day. So hearing about, uh, yeah, hearing about 15 hours, I'm sure we'll see what Unity has prepared. Or maybe not. Maybe they're just radio silent. I don't know. Well, Genuinely have no idea. Terrified, though. We'll figure it out. Uh, so... Well, I, I, I have a, I, you didn't ever answer my question and I just want a definitive answer. <laughs> okay. Do I, do I like for indie days, do I actually like look and see what engine it's on and don't buy and install the unity ones? Well, for now, just keep doing it. Um, yeah. but yeah, like pay, pay attention and, like ne- near the end of the year, if it hasn't updated, we because this to all goes to into effect the first of January, right? And so the download count counts either way. So oh, whether you download it now or louder, so the downloads count either way. They do lifetime uh, counts, but they only affect if you have made over two hundred thousand dollars and have over two hundred thousand downloads. Oh, or January first. So your download does count against them right, right now. now. Yeah. But, but the games I, I usually play are nowhere near that shit at all. <laughs> I mean, like 200,000? That's, like, that's good. But like, if your video makes it that they reach that, you yeah, might. Yeah, if you promote it. Basically, what he's saying oh, is fuck, stop doing man. Andy Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Um, like I said, 17 of the 20 last games I played are on Unity. So, like, I. <sighs> for, for now, you're good. Um, uh, how about let me know when I'm not good, figure out like, what I don't want to yeah. participate in that bullshit <laughs> it's, I don't want to see I don't want to have my hands dirty in this garbage but yeah. isn't this the wildest stuff that we're having a genuine conversation right now about whether you should play specific games when well, basically y'all's position in the games industry is also letting people know what stuff is good to play like what stuff is interesting well if like, nothing else you, you know it, it makes me how much, like thank you for coming on and talking about all this stuff so we have some idea about it yeah, yeah, it's right. yeah. it's it's a messy situation. Well, a messy situation. Well, it, it it what else, Rami? Of the the games that come out this year, and I know we're short on time, but what is Unity that comes out this year? 
for the rest of the oh, year. Oh, God, let me, what, what is the list? Uh, I'm looking at this one. I don't know if it's going to load for you. Uh, right, wait, let me see if I can find it somewhere. There you go. I just pasted in the VMAX call. Um, On oh, a VMAX one? Okay. Let me find it. Party Animals Unity? Uh, that one might be. That's That launches in three days. Check. We'll probably do well. Uh, uh, that that does look like it. Uh, might it be? AC Mirage is probably not. Detective Pikachu Returns, is that Unity? Is Nintendo rocking Unity that, on their it, stuff? Is it mobile? Uh, Rogue mm. Trader. December. It, oh, Rogue Tra- Trader is Unity? Jesus. Yeah, Honkai Star Rail be. launches on the 11th on PS5. Oh, so is that, Last Epoch Unity? Probably. Uh, might be. Sea yeah. of Stars, Silk Skull. What about uh, City Skyline? wonder if that's I, Unity. Uh, is Skyline's Unity or Unreal? I actually don't know by heart. Let me check. It's actually pretty likely Unity, isn't it? Uh, God, there's a lot. Yeah, no, City Skylines is Unity. Fuck that. Uh, I mean, that game will be um, massive. It'll be huge. Yep, let me see. C plus C sharp. Uh, this, might, this might actually be Unity. Okay. Jeez. Well, there's a lot. Uh, anyway. Zeke, any of those going. games, do yeah. not touch. Uh, but for now, for now, you know, buy them, backlog them, treat them as if they're your enormous Steam catalog. Yeah, Jesus. Zeke, do some. And don't do Game Pass. Don't do Game Pass. No Game Pass. No Game Pass games. To quote another game developer, uh, uh, game developer's tweet. I fucking hate it here. <laughs> 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 oh, let's slap on a fake smile and plow through this shit. How about? Uh, my name is Ezekiel Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel. Oh, other way, Ezekiel underscore I, I, I on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Um, or Ezekiel the Third, all spelled out on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, thank you to Rami for joining us, um, cluing us in and depressing us totally. So thank you for that. Um, <laughs> Uh, thank you to Co and JP for being co-hosts. Uh, I will be directly after this show, uh, after I uh, sign off here, I'm going over to twitch.tv slash table story for my uh, episode two of the Blade Runner uh, tabletop role-playing game show that we've been doing. That is not powered by Unity! Woo! Uh, Yet. It is Yet. powered by, by imagination. Yet. Fuck you guys. God damn it. Uh, yeah, and on, uh, oh, and tomorrow, just want to let you guys know, tomorrow I'm doing a, uh, uh, an odd Monday stream. I'm, I'm doing a, a sponsor stream with, uh, with some, with some folks, uh, uh, Co and Dan, we're going to be playing some Void Crew, uh, co-op together tomorrow for a couple of hours. So yeah, I'll see you then. And then Tuesday I'll be playing Indiana Jones and the last crusade from 1989 that I goddamn hope is not powered by unity, <laughs> but it probably is. Anyways. I mean, I think Void Crew is unity. Thanks for watching. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, Foyt Chris hey. Unity. Yay. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Thanks, Rami. Um, You're big thank you, as always, to JP and Zeke. And, of course, a big thank you to Rami. It was a pleasure to have you here explaining the ins and outs of why we should hate this. And, um, yeah, thank you very much. My name is Ko. Hi. I'm going to be playing more Lies of P. We're going to be doing more Starfield. We've got a big cyberpunk run coming up that's not on Unity. And uh, tomorrow is going to be Void Crew with Dan and Zeke, which I'm extremely excited about. Just all sorts of stuff. We're also going to be finishing the Mortal Kombat 1 uh, story, which has been 
absolutely bonkers in 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 Mortal Kombat style. So on that note, thank you uh, everyone for watching. We will see you next week. And uh, big thanks again to Rami. Fantastic. Rami, do some shout outs. What do you got going on? Where can people check you out? What's happening? I just just regret so many things. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't download my games. I just bought a house, y'all. Just don't. Short and sweet. That's it. We're done. Thanks for watching. No, that's somber note. <laughs> Zeke, can you fart or something? I don't know. We need, we just we like need not leave on the. We, we need like. Yeah. Thank you. Yay! Ah, ah. There we go. Great unity impression. Thank you. We'll see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys next week. We'll probably have a show. We're out of here. Have a good one. Bye bye.